0: Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your No Sub crew goes on a little deep dive in a ratings war between WCW and WWF, guys, we're going to reboot something.
1: Jeff's coming back. I was going to say Jeff's coming back. No, if 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 the original Monday Night Wars in in September '95, that was the original, right? Yes. Yeah. And then when WF became competitive again, that was like the next generation. Yeah. Yep. So what is this? It's like Deep Space Nine.
0: Yes. Or Voyager. Which one are
1: we, are we Deep doing Space Nine? Monday Night War Stories. Deep Space Nine.
0: SG1? No, that's I, later on.
1: Battlestar Galactica? I don't know. I'm not a yeah. nerd. Not <laughs> Roswell? I am a nerd, just not that version of a nerd.
0: So Roswell. <laughs> Supernatural? <laughs> we're all over the place now. Tucker Who, I don't know. Doctor Who. Smallville. Yeah, for that uh, we're going we're gonna be talking about the reboot of one WCW as tonight. Juan Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff are now in charge. How will this work out? Uh, not as it should have, and I'll explain that afterwards. All right. I am your host, Joseph. It immediately blew it. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mac. I am looking forward to this,
1: however. This, this, this is the 2000 that I talked about for years. Like, we get to this part. Holy moly, shit's hitting the fan literally every segment most of the time on both shows
0: and the ch- ch- chosen one mike booble no longer the chosen one
1: ah oh, so um, you ought to be like happier I'm than a yeah, pig the and shit
0: the power's that be baby
2: i'm back in charge oh god i was damn.
1: gonna say finally i mean this is looks like it's your time
0: to yeah, shine yeah, chosen one yeah, 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 yeah
2: you're chosen it's a... been my time to shine
0: <laughs> so you're jumping ship as he's going up okay
1: Typical WCW. Went like a did? challenger. <laughs> WCW, everybody. Yeah. So we have the... Go back re- and recut that promo without the challenger, baby.
0: So we have the reboot for WCW. And for yeah. WWF, it's, it's on kind the of road. The same old, same old. To can,
2: Backlash. Can I... Before you even jump into the show, Joe, can I interrupt and steal a line from you? Yes. I think it's apropos. Okay. Corey, how did we get here? <laughs> there
1: All it right. is. Uh, in uh, July of 95... <laughs> I mean, Eric Bischoff wanted to talk to Ted Turner about getting the OK to be on. Uh, uh, what's that dude's name? R- Rupert Murdoch. He's another billionaire that Ted Turner hates. Yep. He owns Fox. But they wanted He's to syndicate. I shit. hope so. They wanted to syndicate on Fox. Yeah. And somehow out of that, he didn't even get a chance to ask because Turner gave him two hours on TNT every Monday. Um, they dominated. Russo got lucky. Came in here, got exposed. Both got shit canned by the good old boys network. We watched some god-awful television. And now they're so desperate, they brought back the two people that they're pretty sure were killing the company. To work together to, quote-unquote, save the company. And I will uh, again quote Mark Madden, the only guy who's got it all figured out, this isn't going to work. From moment one, he was like, that's not going to work. And he gave away the ending. (laughs) (laughs) He walked to the theater. Oh, that's not Luke's father.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: All right. Cool. He's been dead the whole time.
2: Oh, they're gonna assemble at the end and beat Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next two and a half hours I'd worry about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like Bruce, Madden, Rose, huh? Yeah, he's uh you oh, know. Bruce Wayne's Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll see it, right? Mark yeah. Madden, the human equivalent of the uh, spoiler. Um he's got it all right, but we get to watch in slow time as his prediction is is correct. Um they're back, they're in charge. The thing is, Russo's in charge of creative. Bischoff's in charge of Russo. Theoretically. <laughs> That's the thing.
2: Uh, <laughs> interesting. Can you say two wronger things ever? <laughs> basically. Russo uh, is never in charge of creative and no one ever controls Russo. So
3: yeah.
2: basically
1: they. Wrong. <laughs> they, they figured out what they did right, wrong the first time. And that was that Russo worked in there because Vince was there to veto him. So they figured out, oh, well, we can't get Vince McMahon. We'll just get Bischoff to be Vince McMahon this time. <laughs> that, that should work. there would be no problems I there. think so. And here we are. So thanks, Stephanie, it checks out. We're a mile high in Denver, Colorado. We have a new set. I love the new set. For one, I love the new set. It's needed. Bigger Trintron. I projection weirdly missed the old.
2: The doors opening. I actually you kind of though, to, kind I kind of kinda, see? I kinda, I kinda grew to enjoying that actually.
1: I enjoyed that, but they need the big Titan Tron by 2000. That's something a uh, new fucking intro. They're still showing the old intro. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Two weeks, dog. Hey, that oh. thing was uh, a lot of money. <laughs> you know, they probably spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on that intro too. Oh, well, I'm sure. But um, And you know what I like? I like the... I used to think this was like Bush League back then, but I really like it now. And that is the fact that there's the Titan Tron that has the picture on it, but there's also the white, like, the, uh, uh, the project, drapes. Yeah. And they show the
0: titantrons on the drapes on the, each side as well. I like that now. That was cool. I didn't notice it until like later on, I'm like, oh, there's like projections on each side. Like That's 20 cool.
1: years ago, I thought that was lame as shit. I thought it was really ghetto-looking. Boy, my opinion has changed. I was like, "That's fucking cool, actually. Just another different ambiance. But here they are. It's Monday Nitro. it's Denver, Colorado. And uh, everybody and their grandmother, who makes under a million a year, are in the ring. Yep. So let's see where
0: the balance of power lies. So let's get into this. April 10th of the year 2000 for WCW Nitro. Commentary team. Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and Scott Hudson. Now, here's what I'm talking about. And right off the bat,
2: my first one I wrote down. Tony Schiavone says, uh, whatever he used, but he called it sports entertainment. That's the first I was like Tony
1: Well you know The guy who's booking Tony The guy who's booking The guy who they just brought back He does not believe In pro wrestling You bro It is absolutely Not pro wrestling bro This is a I, TV no, show No I know
2: I, and I get that But for years It's a running gag now Like You know uh, The greatest night In the history Of our great sport And no point Was it the greatest Night in the history Of our great sports Entertainment Yeah
1: it's sad. I was they're, like, I don't want to
2: hear that shit.
1: I neither do I, but they're they're obviously they're copying what works for the other guys and they're trying to get away with what made them them.
0: You know. Yeah.
1: And what the fans of them wanted, which was professional wrestling, they don't want the newer style. And that's where they I think the biggest right off the bat, the biggest thing that fucked them over is the fact that if they could have just remembered That their audience likes professional wrestling. And to stay there. You were never going to compete with WF again. But you could have stayed in business. If you were going to bring back two fuckers you fired. You should have brought back Jim Cornette and and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Do what that audience wants. Don't give them a light and a bad light version of what's working on the other channel.
0: So, as Corey said, all the wrestlers are in the ring. But then... The bigger names get their entrances, uh walk out as one as one theme goes. They don't get like music. No. They, they just yeah. get to
1: walk out and to Walk go. out. Booker. Like Booker and Scott Center were side by side. Yep. They've been feuding for years. What the fuck? Uh oh. Jeff Jarrett. Van Hammer. Van, yeah. Do they does this mean Do they think Van Hammer is one of the big dogs? Because he got his own into yes, yes, they do. This is this this war's already lost. And Van Hammer is We're four minutes into this new era. It's yep. already
0: lost. Um as, Shut it uh, down commentary brings up you know vince russo called this meeting uh he's they're worried about um people's jobs they don't know what's going to happen uh Jarek says that he came from came to wcw again because uh he's the guy that turned WWF around and he was going to do the same here for wcw (laughs) and he would be a uh the heavyweight champion but some good old boys stopped him so the west texas rednecks stopped uh... Jared, from the beginning of the title? No,
1: you'll hear a lot about the good old boys network. Uh, that's your Mike Graham, Vern, Greg Gagne, Kevin yep. Sullivan, all of those old-timers that still had positions within the company who wanted to keep their spots. How true it is that those guys did all the... Pa- like, those guys had nothing to do with Bischoff being yeah. let go. That yep. was all Bischoff dropping the ball. Yep. I'm sure there was a lot of politicking on the Russo part. To maybe get him out the door.
0: Yeah. So he might have some room to maneuver. But no, that's the good old boy network. So uh, Jeff, Jeff Jarrett introduces one Vince Russo. Vince Russo says he wouldn't be on, the scene, on the camera, uh, sure. but this must be big for him to be on TV now. So he comes out. Um, he says he spent six years at WWF and he came to yeah. WCW to beat Vince McMahon. As we've said before. At his own game. At his own game. And as we said before. That's a ding-ding right there. You're already mentioning the competition. Your First thing he says is, we're going after WWF and Vince. You know, it's just like, why? And then, I believe Booble, you have his whole... You took the first paragraph of yeah, yes. Sure. I apologize. How dare you. I did My bad You know what It's a good old boys network Good I, old boys network I was just doing my job I'm The sorry. good old boys Of Joe and Ricky And, and Mike Graham And, and Alright I'm just doing my job here So <laughs> uh, Let me uh, Let me Go down more And see uh, Where you end Let's go <laughs> What does What does one Vinny Russo say You good do the accent No I thought <laughs> Come on thought bro
2: But I'm not a soft ass New York fan Like the Mets fans So <laughs> oh, they'll go fuck themselves yeah. <laughs> Who's What's, also missing, That's the,
1: way, the weirdest Feud in the world Right now Yeah Thumbs down, yeah. <laughs> okay, I it.
2: Thumbs down. <clears throat> So this is a like Six year spiel And you know what Within a few weeks The new blood in WCW Were not only Getting back in the game They were changing The game mm. And that's when The good old boy Network kicked in Afraid of change And more importantly Afraid of their jobs The political BS took place in the back to bring Vince, Vince Russo down okay and you scum at home know who you are because you're watching me now
1: what's funny is that all the guys in the good old boys network still work behind the scenes yeah. no literally, one was home
2: literally backstage that was, yeah. and then one day I'm told there's going to be a change in direction a change that I knew sucked and you know what I wasn't the only one who knew Benoit knew. Guerrero knew. Saturn knew. Malenko knew. Douglas knew. And they left. They're gone. Scott Steiner knew it. And they suspended his ass. Again, not the reason. Well, you know what? That's all over now. It's done. And Vince Russo is back in charge again. And I want to turn around and say something to everyone in this ring. It is over. The old boys management is over. The inflated egos in the back afraid to lose their spot, it is over. It is the ch- it is the dawning of a new day. It is your opportunity, seize the opportunity.
1: It's weird cuz it's it's half baby face. Yeah. Half delusional
0: heel. Are you done yet? That is what one Eric Bischoff says to at that point, I'm enter thinking, the room.
1: At that point, uh, we watched, I watched this live in yep. 2020 in 2000. And, wow. Yeah, well. We were anxiously awaiting. Yeah. Well, And then when he said, are you done yet? Little we pop. like, yes!
2: Little, don't get me wrong. So, I've never seen this episode, but I remember this shot of everybody
0: in the ring. Yeah. So, when Bischoff said that, I was like, oh, I popped. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I, 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 I'm into this. All right, I have, I have, b- bits and pieces of this in my head, and I'm this for this episode. It's just this part. I don't remember anything else in the night, but this, this. But yeah, I popped a little too when Russo, when uh, Bishop's like, "Are you done yet?" So they he gets in the ring and they uh, hesitate, but then brothers got a hug,
1: <sighs> and then I was like, "Well, fuck this."
0: Yep. All right, they already ruined it. Cool.
1: I was me and my friends were crestfallen. Already. Yeah. We're like, wait a minute, they're together? Same. Fuck this. Okay, Same.
0: Cool. You uh, could have had something really cool here. They, they sh- could have done the uh, opposite, you know, what it, they talked about. But
1: it made sense. Russo believed in the young guys. Bischoff believed in the, the proven money makers. The young yep. guys. It writes <laughs> itself. Yeah. Ha- this is Russo being too cute for his own good. You could have had months of promos between Russo and Bischoff for the Millionaire's Club and the New Blood, people moving back and forth. It could have worked. It wouldn't have made a difference in the long run. I mean, not like they thought it would.
2: This was the invasion angle before the invasion angle. But this is
1: li- And this is literally Vince doing with the invasion angle, what he did with it. Mm-hmm. Only it took, in a record time, it
0: took about eight minutes. Eight minutes to flush it down the toilet. Mm-hmm. Please continue. Okay. Uh, Bischoff says that him and Russo have something in common. They were both screwed by the good old boys.
1: No, you were screwed by the millionaires who you signed who didn't want to do favors. Yeah.
0: Uh, Bischoff has, has had time to think about it. And, uh, he, uh, the thought of the good he has done. And then he thought about the bad that he's done. The mistakes, the mistakes are Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Sting, DDP, Sid Vicious. And the biggest mistake of them all, Hulk Hogan. To which Scott Hudson almost had a heart attack. What? what? But then they cut and we see that we see Luger, Liz, DDP, Kimberly Sting, Sid, DDP with a new haircut. Yeah, you
1: know, the unimportant millionaires
0: club. The guys. unimportant, yeah, the bigger name people in the back watching. Yeah. Uh, Bischoff says that he was blinded by the red and yellow and he apologizes to the new blood and he's here for them as this is a brand new WCW. And then Bischoff goes off Where are the mistakes at? Where are you? Uh, Page... Sting, Sid, Luger, where where are you? Um, they all come out. Uh, he's like, "Oh, you look like you're here to dra- Uh, you're here to work." Sid, what? No softball game. Oh. Luger, no golf game.
1: And this is when I just realized in two thousand. Oh, Russo's big idea is just to go off every shoot that's happened in the back. Yep. This is all. This is gonna be is just shoots. Oh. They're gonna work, shoots. What said you not? Time.
0: What said you're not gonna stab anyone? Well, no. He goes. I need your belt because
1: yeah. Russo takes all
0: the belts from yep. everyone. That's in. to will be in a moment um, uh, but because well, he doesn't do the scissor
1: bit until he goes and gets the belt. Yeah. So
0: um, DDP, where's your seven fans from your trailer park? What sting? No Hollywood script here for you to read.
1: Uh, that one. They're really like hammering that one home, but Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. would be the guy to maybe yeah, do Yeah, this thing
2: is like, so like, <laughs> the big point was his thing was like, well, then will Hollywood premiere to go to? I'm like, you fuckers financed the film. It's <laughs> your company's it's film comes out you.
0: two days from yeah. now. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you don't worry about that. Uh, DDP tells Bischoff, step off. And Bischoff's like, I brought you here. If it wasn't for me, you'd be running a bar and saying that you're best friends with Bon Jovi.
1: Again, a shoot, because that's what he did before he became a wrestling, in the wrestling game. He owned a bar in South Philly. Or not Philly, Florida. Southern Florida. Because uh, he went from Jersey to Florida. And he, he owned and operated a bar. And would talk about how he was friends with Tron
0: Jovi, because he is. Mm-hmm. So again, we're shooting, folks. Pew, pew. We're shooting. Uh, Bischoff asking where, uh, where he's been at for the past six months. It's a good question, actually. I mean, in fairness, it's not wrong. There. It's a fair question. Um, this company's been drowning where the fuck have you been on a lifeboat, dog <laughs> Bischoff says that he's the guy that made Luger millions that when the WWF didn't want him mm-hmm. sort of that's a half truth
1: I mean, they wanted him they just wanted him in a tag team in the midcard <laughs>
2: yep uh, Bischoff and from Bischoff's own mouth he did not pay him millions to start no. He lowballed the fuck out of him. Yep, he gave him like a tenth of
1: what he was making. He came in on a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract. <laughs> it was terrible. That same month, he brought in Benoit Guerrero, Malenko, and Sabu, all on bigger contracts than Lex Luger had. Uh, and of course, I mean, he proved it, and it didn't take long to renegotiate. Yeah, He, yeah, I mean, yeah. he got his in the end. Yeah. But yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bischoff says that he made them, and he can break them. He says it's time to. Uh, Says the time is now to have some fun. It would be a l- level playing field. Uh, Russo wants to get something off his chest, and that's and uh, about Ric Flair. Calls Ric Flair an old piece of shit. This guy. Uh, You're
1: taking his gimmick.
0: <sighs> He wrote nah. everything. We're moving on. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> this guy. You are the Bobby Heenan of No Sullivan. Well, I thought it was just that part. He wrote, <laughs> no, he
1: wrote everything down first.
0: Okay. Russo says he, uh, the playing field's even and he will strip everyone of the titles. Uh, crowd at this point is now chanting Goldberg. What oh, was that? Uh, oh, wait, Bischoff wait tells that Sid yet. that he wants the belt, and uh, Sid tells him, bring his squanny little ass up here and get it. And Bischoff's like, okay. Uh, Bishop walks up there and uh, Sid hand, tells Sid to hand him the belt, or if he lays him out, Sid would be unemployed. What, you can't find your scissors? Which
1: got no pop, because
0: well, yeah. one, it was seven years ago. What does that mean? Was- what, what's the meaning of that? I'll get
1: to, I'll get to okay. that. And two, we're talking way inside baseball. Way. Um. So in England, in November of 93, the W C was on a tour, and Arne Anderson and a lot of the guys were in a bar, and Sid came into the bar, and he was crowing about how he was going to be the world champ after Starcade cuz he was. Yep. That was the plan. And how all those old pieces of shit like Flair and Anderson and all that better move out the way cuz it's Sid's time now and Anderson told him in no uncertain terms that he could shut his fucking mouth and respect the people that made it so you could even fucking be here. Um they did not agree with what they were saying. And uh they went their separate ways, but um you know, alcohol, a lot of alcohol on that trip. Mm. And uh They ended up... It was Sid knocking on Arne's door, his hotel room, and really agitated, so Arne grabbed some scissors. They ended up stabbing each other. Yep. But Sid got control of the scissors and almost killed Arne Anderson. He lost a shit ton of blood and was no joke within... I mean, it was touch and go there for for 24 hours. Um... Both were suspended. Sid was fired. Lost yeah. his push. Typical WCW. They were, were, they were doing their thing at MGM, or Disney-MGM. Disney MGM. Yep. So they already taped uh, weeks of television with Sid with the belt, um, which wasn't going to happen until after Starrcade in December. So they had to reshoot stuff or just edit him off the show. Piss
2: away a bunch of money.
1: Yeah. And ironically, it gave Flair another title run, which ironically also brought Hogan in. So in the long run, it worked out for everybody except for Sid. Idiot. Um, Although, but yeah,
2: not at first, but it sort of worked out for him uh, in WWF a couple years I later. I mean,
1: eventually, but it took a couple eventually years. Eventually it paid off for him. It took a year and four months before Vince would even be like, would even seriously consider bringing him back. Because, I mean, you almost kill a guy in, a, in a fucking, with scissors in a fucking hallway. You're like damn dog, He can't really trust you, can we? You, can you do business? Meanwhile, Sean Michaels. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: You know,
1: that's cool, uh, ironically, Sid's the one who saved his ass when Warrior wouldn't do business. Right? It's funny how this business works, isn't it? Right, brother. But anyway, so he tries it again. He, oh, you don't got your scissors, Sid? And thinking fans the pop alike. would come this way. And uh, I mean, me and my friends were like, "Ooh, the scissors line!" But we were, we were inside baseball. Yeah.
2: Man, you can tell just from speaking. Like, well, he doesn't give a fuck about Armand Anderson. Because why the fuck would you bring that up? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah,
1: no fucks given about nope. it. Like, Arn doesn't
2: fucking talk about that shit. Nope. It's fucking embarrassing. It's super fucking and embarrassing. In fact, and in fact, Anderson... And Sid doesn't th- talk about it. It's fucking yeah.
1: embarrassing as shit. And in fact, Anderson had to... I mean, you would like to think they talked to Anderson for they just brought Sid back in, nah. in 99. I doubt it. No, nope, nope. But, uh... Oh, Jesus. So Geese surrenders that belt, so there's no champions, guys. We got no, no champs champions. going into
0: Spring Stampede. Not pa- sure if that was the best paper view. Six days out. When's the pay per view? Uh, six days out. Oh, Okay, thank you guys. We're gonna
1: crown all new <coughs> champions. Got it. Su- Sunday at the United Center. Uh, got it. Mm, I need to okay.
2: So uh, before we move on for the show, Joe, uh, this is, this was insane. I mean, a hell of a fucking first segment. Yes. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, I hate. I'll just say it now because I mean it's gonna happen. But I hate the Millionaires Club. Man. It's a stupid fucking name. I don't mind the new blood. Uh the people that choose to represent, represent represent the new blood don't make sense because so, it's not new blood. But I,
0: um I, I know we're we'll discussing this in a little bit about who represents the new blood. Yeah. But it's just weird cuz it's like you go down down you see the, like they have the entire roster there. Mm-hmm. But then you see Van Hammer. Then you see Bertsch 91, 91 Steiner. Steiner.
2: Bagwell 93 Shane Douglas. Off and on since the early 90s. But it's just
0: like, Bagwell was 30-something at the time. Van Hammer's probably 40-something at the time.
1: They're looking at it, and I agree with you, and we had these same discussions back then. Mm -hmm. But uh, the best I can tell, they're looking at it as, okay, the Millionaire's Club, those are the guys who have already populated the main event scene every pay-per-view for years. Mm -hmm. And even though these uh, Scott Steiner and Buff Bagwell can't be considered young rookies, they're the new blood that that main event scene needs. So that seems to be where they're cutting it off. It's like the, the established and, millionaires. And Van Hammer. Yeah, so.
2: <laughs> well, ironically, there's three people that I would pick to feature prominently, not even Jeff Jarrett. Uh, they feature, a in a way, two of the three. Uh, one of them we'll talk about later in a weird fucking role. No, that's the ring. I would go with that guy, but we'll get to that later. Um, so I think they have... Maybe some of the right pieces to lead the group. Um,
1: like, just, give me some examples.
2: Well, I guess so, so I'm actually okay with Steiner and Booker. Those, those two make yeah. sense.
1: Okay, those two. And then, of um, course, Los Fabulosos.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, that's, that's, uh, just, it's implied. After, uh,
0: who are you to doubt? Who maybe have been so wrestling longer than anybody. The other thing, and we talked about it maybe a
2: year ago, <laughs> was Kidman. Yeah. So it's what happens later, which is baffling to me. That's the direction <laughs> they choose to go. Shooting, bro. Um, I mean, you could shoot, but that's a a pretty looking guy. You don't make him a bad guy, but we'll get to that in a minute, brother. Oh,
1: we will get to that in a minute. But yeah. uh, Because you guys are going to be dumbfounded. Awesome. This, uh,
2: I liked most of what Russo said. Some of it was,
1: you know. I have a problem with who they've chosen to feud with. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm unaware of any issue between Russo and Ric Flair however I'm fully aware that yeah. there was a huge issue between Russo and Hogan at and, Halloween Havoc remember that giant
2: and, one between Flair and Bischoff
1: yeah so I mean I know it's, it makes for sexier TV to have Bischoff turn on Hogan but <laughs> hey, again they're going with the wrong people
2: and like what happens a year from now in the invasion angle it would have made such a bigger statement if Huck and Hogan was here already him walking the fuck in later. I'm like, God damn it, dude. No, no, typical.
0: You're, no, because can't
1: Hogan can just fucking be part of the fucking group. But then he had to be, he had to be iggy by his thing. Apparently men in paint can't wait to just grab Hogan and tell them everything. Sorry, going bro. But Hogan shows up.
0: Hogan <laughs> oh, God, just <laughs> after this, after the segment, uh, Hogan now shows up. Commentary is shocked and all. And didn't see any of this coming. We get a recap of uh, just mostly uh, Russo calling. Imagine
1: if ICP was still here. Hulk,
0: Hulk, we gotta tell you something. Uh, Flair and Hogan being called pieces of trash. They're shocked at that. So then Hogan shows up to the arena, and then Hogan's in his locker room, and then Sting walks in on him. Oh, great, another face paint, brother. Uh, Sting (laughs) says that Bischoff is uh, he's putting the
1: screws to you. Yep. Uh, There's a lot of insider terminology in this fucking. He's got the Iggy. Uh, What's going on here? I'm not ribbing you. I'm not ribbing you, Terry.
0: Ribbing me? No. Like he's he's kicking him in the crotch. (laughs) Um, Hogan's like, he's on it. And Sting's like, has Hogan leave. Sting's like, I'm not ribbing you. And he
2: Sting's like one of my favorite performers of all time. And like, he delivered that with the conviction of a fucking box man.
1: Because he knows what's going on. Like,
2: what the fuck am I doing here? He's like us.
1: Uh, So, okay, again, 20 years old. We know some stuff. Hogan shows up, gets out of that car, and we're like, "Well, he's blading." When does Hogan come in a skin-tight, bright white shirt? Yeah, he is blading, and thankfully we got to see it about seven uh, times. You see it
2: very obviously <laughs> yeah. when he bladed.
1: Yeah. So so far, man, woo, we are we are cooking we're with cooking. with tainted gas. Well, boys, Some gas. Somebody pissed in. Maybe just maybe just cooking with straight piss.
2: <laughs> like he be. just pissed in the frying pan and turned the fuck on. <laughs>
1: Got a funny smell. These burgers are going to taste weird.
0: Devin would eat them. <laughs> uh, commentary brings up that there is a mini-tournament to determine who is facing Jeff Jarrett at Spring Stampede, since <laughs> Vince Russo's like, you know what, Jarrett, we're not going to screw you out of your title shot. You've been wanting earning this for a while, so you get your shot.
1: You were the U.S. champion. That's the number one contender. Yeah. You're our person in the main event world title match. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. So uh, what you're telling me, Joe,
2: is Russo's in charge of the tournament? Mm-hmm. Yes, that checks out. There was multiple tournaments I've been yeah, told.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he learned from October roster. Yes, I
2: will not be taking. I will not be taking this oh, shit. Come down. on, fuck that shit.
1: <laughs> one tournament didn't turn the tide around. We'll just do seven sir, at once, sir. Don't worry, the tournament's <laughs> on one day at the pay per view. Little known, little known fact: this fall in New Japan will be having the G One, G Two, and G Three <laughs> concurrently.
0: But don't worry, there was a mini tournament tonight of uh, DDP, Sting, Sid, and Luger all going to be part of. Whoever wins that will face Jarrett at Spring Stampede. So my thoughts are this. Would you guys rather have a mini tournament, or would you guys have a fatal four-way slash or five-way, depending on how you put it? The mini tournament. I
1: like the mini tournament within their storyline. Yeah. Because within their storyline, this means that the guys who won't do jobs are going to have to do some jobs tonight. There's no way around it.
2: Some people are jobbing. Two, three of you are going to have to fucking lose. Yep. So... Okay. And also, I just, like, of the four, I could see, like, Luger not wanting a job. Sting, I mean, that's all his fucking career is a job. Sting doesn't care. Outside really. of fucking being Flair at 89, that's all he does is his job. Yeah. Uh, Sid, give him a fuck less. And uh, DDP, well, he's a loser, so I mean, it
1: checks out he would job, so... It was obvious he was winning anyway. Oh, fuck fuck. Like, right, it's obvious. Well, one, they was, started the Jarrett-TDP <laughs> feud two weeks ago before the reboot. And also the only guy who got to talk besides Sid. <laughs> yeah. So. And then number two, he's the star of the movie that's coming out. So, you know, put all that together.
0: ex <laughs> <Ixo> facto <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So let's go to our first Bang. match of the night for this mini-tournament here. As it's going to be DDP of Kimberly versus Lex Luger and Liz. Uh, DDP is going to do his bang at the top of the ramp, but, uh, they took his pyro away. Kind of funny, and actually. he's upset. He's That's upset, kind of
2: funny, actually.
0: Yeah. Oh, and Mark Madden was hilarious with his yeah. part. He might
1: quit. <laughs> he may walk away for good. They I stopped, was like, please,
0: please do. They stop Luger's music hat when he's at the bottom of oh, the ramp. Also. Hit. And then
1: Ma- Madden. Oh no, he, he literally might quit. If he can't pose, he will quit. Luger. is all he's got. <laughs> they, yeah. Luger's all about the entrance. <laughs> He's still going to do the entrance. He's in there. He's already. They took his, they took his flash. Uh, they took the spotlight. spotlight. away. That's huge.
0: <laughs> That's sure. hilarious. Right? So guys, <laughs> new ring mat. Yeah. I like it's it. Bright blue. With I the like the logo bright blue with the logo. In the middle with the red
2: ropes. I, I hate the ropes. The red. The fucking dumb.
1: I mean, I get it in terms of the fact that nitro is, is red and Yellow. Kind of with I, with the black, I brother. Always love their black robes.
2: I like the black. I always love the black. But does ropes. the black
1: pop with that bright blue? No, it ring. does not. And I not like the bright blue. I'm so a they fan. Should, of they should go white it.
2: then, if anything, because it would have made sense with their blue scheme for Thunder. Yeah, if they're going to go on white robes,
1: Dintreblush could have ripped that off later, dude. White
0: ropes. Out. Ah. Uh, this match uh, goes for a bit. Uh, Luger having uh, dominating for most just of it. That's because
1: Luger's slow these days. Yes.
0: yes. 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 However, then one butt Bagwell comes out, gets his music all the way down the ramp, gets his pyro. Luger looks visibly pissed he in, the does. Yeah. The yeah. in the middle so of the match. In the middle of the match.
2: Nitro Hour 2 in 97. I miss uh, those days. Page Lowe blows Luger.
0: Paige goes off in the macho match. Page Lowe blows Luger as he's distracted, yelling at Bagwell, who's trying to hit on Kimberly, I uh, mean, on uh, Liz. Oh, Then he goes over to Kimberly. DDP yells at him, but Luger sneaks attack Paige. Kimberly pushes Bagwell away, um, so the Bagwell then goes back to Liz. That gets uh, Luger's attention. Then DDP turns Luger around and hits the diamond cutter for the win. They play DDP's music for about a second, and then they cut it. DDP's
1: going on. So moving on. right? The guy that everybody should have known was winning that match, at least. I I mean. And it looks like we're... Looks like we're going towards a Buff Bagwell total package feud.
0: Oh, yeah, Mike, uh, gonna don't worry, we're going to go backstage with Hogan looking for Bischoff. Then we run into Henning running into Russo wondering what's with the shakeup. Henning says that uh, he was Russo's right-hand man. He deserves a title shot, and why does Jarrett deserve it? So Russo's like, you know what? Tonight, you, you Kurt Henning, takes on Jeff Jarrett, and if you win, you take Jarrett's spot at it's Totally Stamped. snowing, Mr. Perfect. Perfect? He's in a tough spot. Yeah,
1: He's not a millionaire, but he definitely doesn't belong in the New Blood. Nope. So, I mean, what do you do?
0: The the mid-range club. He's in the old guys club. Old guys club, yep. So then Tank Abbott comes out to the ring. Tank says uh, he's a shoot fighter, not a wrestler. This was stupid. He doesn't know the difference between a a wrist watch and a wrist lock. Abbott says... um, He's obviously been watching Randy Savage promos. Yep. He came to WCW to take on Goldberg. Uh, weird that he's been gone since he's been back, been here. Until Goldberg shows up, uh, Abbott's going to take it out on any uh, out of innocent people. Abbott leaves the ring, stares down commentary, and then attacks Mark Madden. That sucked. Yeah,
1: take away the best part of the broadcast crew yeah. tonight.
0: Rips oh. his rips his shirt off and punches him for a couple times yeah, until I mean, security comes I didn't out. didn't see that, yeah, I didn't even see when him shirtless. I mean, no, Super.
2: we see him beating up fucking announcers He can barely fucking work a goddamn match
1: I didn't understand this at all Why in the fuck are you Promoting uh, a, a feud for Goldberg when he's going to be At least another two to three months yeah,
0: I, And I don't get why you're Especially attacking, with
1: the attention span of this fucking yeah. company
0: I don't get why you're attacking Mark Madden. You're supposed to be your, your heel, the guy that's all For the new well, blood the Tank don't care about that uh, that's Well, true. Hudson's
2: new and Siobhan, he's like, I'm not taking those fucking months Fuck yeah. you don't touch H- my fucking remember, neck, eat a dick. They, well, did, they uh, did to Hudson
1: last year with Rick Steiner. Right.
2: So he's probably like, bitch, I already did my shit. He's like, I you. already got my ass kicked yep. by a shooter. Fuck How you? You
1: fucking doing it again? I got a real Steiner's, job. I don't need
0: this. Steiner was way safer.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is scary because he beat the fuck out of him. <laughs>
0: uh, we see Jeff Jarrett in the back at, with Russo as he's mad at him. And Russo's like, "Hey, man, let's calm down. I'm not no J.J. Dillon. Man, J.J. J. gets shit You on can You size. can trust me. Then we see uh, Tori asking Kidman if uh, he wants to do this. Oh, God. Yes, I do. Hogan runs into Terry (laughs) Taylor. I want to do this, that. Yeah. What? Them? Them. I I don't know. Uh, I'd take
1: him to get to her. Kid Cam? (laughs) Yeah. Hogan
0: Hogan runs into Terry Taylor and asks where Bischoff is, and uh, Taylor's like he's two doors down. Menage two doors down. <laughs> well, if I go crazy, oh, they're, now, still they're now like two down yeah, yeah, oh. two doors. Uh, in my notes, I have two almost two full pages of notes, and I'm only 35 minutes into this show. They yeah. packed a lot into their hour and a half this morning. Remember
2: that very first Rooster Night Show? There was like 400 fucking segments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Then yeah. we come back like, from commercial. They're we do that now. We got less hour. We come back from commercial. Hogan finds Bischoff. Hogan says, uh, Luger, and Sting, uh, tell, Luger and Sting told him that you're giving me their runaround. Bischoff's like, hey, man, I learned, from, I learned from the best. I learned from you. But none of that's true.
1: Come in here. Let's talk.
0: Uh, Bischoff brings Hogan in into his locker room. Let's talk. And nobody else can see. So they shut the door. Then... <laughs> we go I actually
1: over. bought that part. Yeah. Because like yeah, yeah. Bischoff would snow everyone. It is for us.
2: Yeah. It's not for them.
0: Yeah. Then we go back to the ring as Kidman comes down. Kidman feels like he has a gotten out, of free, uh, gotten out of jail card as him and the New Blood are tired of these egomaniacs in the back, trying to save their careers. Kidman brings up the biggest egomaniac, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Kidman has uh, heard that Hogan has been talking about his height and size, and Kidman has two things more uh, that Hogan doesn't have. Heart and talent.
2: I, I thought he was going to say balls. i got going to be honest. I was like, yeah. Is he going to say balls? Are you going to say for balls? Sure, I thought
1: for sure hair was going to be one of
2: them. Uh, hair, not a bitch of a wife. Hogan.
0: You know. what, what about Linda? She's, just, she's a real bitch. She is right. But Tori Wilson. Uh, Hogan has an orange tan Floyd. because he's had the spotlight on him way too long. That's a fucking good line. <laughs> That's a real good line. Kidman says that Hogan uh, can't draw. Uh, oh, Kidman says Hogan uh, said that uh, Kidman can't draw flies. Kidman says Hogan draws the flies because he's a piece of shit. Hogan, as, uh, as this is all happening, Hogan comes out of the locker room and notices this on the most tiniest monitor of all time. <laughs> with Kidman hey, that's what they had back then. With calling him out, so Kidman, uh, bring your red and yellow. Uh, bring the red and he, uh, yellow hero. Let's see if he have the balls as you, as big as your bald spot. So come on out. Hogan comes out. Who the hell? Uh, who? The, who the hell is he? Uh, who the hell do you think you are? Uh, Hogan says that uh, he's been hearing Kidman in the back asking for a push. Hogan says uh, that they give uh, the guy. Uh, Hogan says that gives the guys is uh, you're giving the young guys the guy a, a bad, bad name. look. Yeah, I'm just. Bleh. Hogan says if Kidman was in the same league with him, he might understand. But uh, but you're too busy being p whipped. He don't like that. I mean, I'd be pussy whipped by that. I'm, I'm glad. Proudly, I'd, I'd rather wear, not
2: wrestle ever again. In my I'd life. wear a shirt.
0: Kidman then jumps Hot Hogan. His pussy whipped? Yep. Arrow. <laughs> Kidman <laughs> jumps Hogan. Kidman uh, jumps off the apron, but Hogan throws Kidman to the barrier. Hogan throws Kidman in the post and the guardrail. Uh, Tony Hogan's using his size advantage. <laughs> I hope so. Hogan picks up the mic and says, "He's gonna, you're gonna beat my ass. Get up, uh, get up, get your ass up. Let's go." Bischoff comes out with a chair. C- Commentary: Bischoff and Hogan are back together for what we just watched. However, Bischoff hits Hogan in the head with the chair. Then Kidman makes the cover, and Bischoff makes three count. And then when they leave, and Hogan gets up, he is now busted open. Which everyone
2: in, in the nosebleeds
0: could see because he cut himself before he hit the chair. Yeah, you saw blatantly. That, right.
2: yeah. I mean, like yeah. on television. Uh, in case
1: you didn't see it, they were nice enough to show it eighteen times in a replay. <laughs> and I'm like, are they trying to show him bl- cuz <laughs> Uh, let's see that again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, a little context here. I tried to look up this context, couldn't find it. Brother. A couple of months earlier, when Hogan came back in February, he, as usual, and you know, as Hogan is wont to do, he proclaimed his greatness and why they were bringing him back, and that's because all the young guys that they wanted to get rid of him for had failed miserably, and the person brought up Kidman, And Hogan said Kidman couldn't draw flies uh, at an outlaw, like Rinky Dink Mud Show type of Jim Cornette line, Mm -hmm. um, at a pawn shop or whatever. He he couldn't draw flies anywhere, uh, let alone get people to come into a building to watch him. Um, That was Hogan's line. Yep. Uh, And there was no plans for a Kidman Hogan feud. He was just, that's the guy the guy mentioned. He's like, well, yeah, Kidman couldn't draw flies if he tried, blah, 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 blah.
2: Same coming to L.A. Hogan. You're yeah. literally little yeah. on the same team, but it's, it's
1: cool. Oh, no, but he was burying it. Uh, they had to bring me and Rick back, and they had to, you know, sting coming back because, uh, you know, these young guys. That at the, yeah, I think he even called them all a, a locker room of jabronis. Uh, Wouldn't surprise were me. We're never going to get the job done. Brother. Um, so when Russo comes back and it's all shoots all the time, hey, let's do Hogan and Kidman because that's realistic. And uh, especially after this first time, let's see. Uh, he beats the living fuck out of Kidman. Yep. And but but because Bischoff hits him with a steel chair, he gets a flukish three count that's not official. Yep. And um, already he's killed Kidman. Yep. Uh, and forget the saying. Um, just that whole attack was. I mean, he dominated.
0: It was like he, he was. It was a one-sided ass woman. It's I like him. he
1: was taking on his five-year-old kid. I mean, Nick was probably driving someone to school, killing him at the moment. But upset. But Jesus, uh, so uh, we're 0 for 1 when it comes to these new feuds that are going to draw, because I'm sorry. And I, I hate to be that guy. i must sound like Jim Cornette here. You really expect anybody to believe Billy Kidman has a chance in a feud with Hulk Hogan. Really? Yeah, No, 100%. <laughs> and
2: uh, maybe Kidman can't draw flies. He really can't draw flies as a heel. That is the whitest wow. meat motherfucking baby face. That is a good-looking
1: dude with a hot chick on his arm. I I'll just go ahead and brought bring it here now because you're right. To Russo and Bischoff, the new blood were gonna be the baby faces. Oh, it was the parents. Yeah, the millionaires club were the hills. Oh
2: no, that's they've made that abundantly clear. Really? No, yeah.
1: yeah no, I'm talking about with how they're booking this. Yeah. They still thought the Millionaires Club were gonna be the Hills yeah. uh, and the New Blood were the so baby from faces. From what I
0: watched? <laughs> New was heels, yeah. and millionaires because... Now, to
1: Russo, Kidman cut a babyface promo, yeah. and then mean bully Hogan came out and because Because when, when you're
2: being truthful, it's a babyface promo to his got dumb it. ass. Checks out.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, imagine how the rest of the show skews yeah. now that I've told you that they think the new blood of the babyface. Never mind that it.
2: that is heel fucking 101 <laughs> from Billy Kidman. Yeah. A role he is not suited for. Nothing against the dude, but that is not what he's put on this earth for. Well, don't he worry. He looks good and knows it and just. just You're yeah, supposed man. to hate
1: them because they're millionaires. Got it. They have millions and you don't. So you should be like Kidman. You should like Kidman. You should
0: like Booker. You should like Russo because. You should like Van Hammer.
1: Yes, because they, they don't have
0: millions. So boo the other guys. Got it. Uh, <laughs> don't worry, guys. Ric Flair has now showed up to the arena. We're Now we are entering our two. We've had one match. That's we've character. had two no
1: we've had one
0: we've had Oh, sorry in my notes I had Tank Abbott coming down as a match and oh, yeah. then it just didn't happen Yeah. Nah. so that's, that's we not... have we had one match and we're entering our two uh, we see a bloody Hogan destroying stuff in the back throwing don't stuff don't you mean
1: stone cold Terry Balea
0: oh hell yeah, yeah dropping them dropping them bad words when I find uh, like the hard end <laughs> he dropped that one. He's gonna well, he's, he did
1: see Booker at the in the
0: forefront. He's looking for Kidman and Bischoff, he's gonna kill them. We see Flair then watching highlights from the Bischoff Russo promo from earlier today. Um We don't the best part is that we don't they don't even show Flair watching the part of them making fun of No, they of fucked Flair. that up. Yeah. yeah. They fucked it up completely. So they show Flair watching it, but not the part of them talking shit about Flair. WSW <laughs> W's so God, so far we are. We let's start. Our, it. Let's start hour two with our promo. With <laughs> so a, far, so far we're the
2: 2021 Chicago Cubs. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's start hour two off with a Rick Flair start promo. Promise that we traded everybody. <laughs> uh, Rick Flair says that uh, Russo bring back uh, gave him the green light. Oh, they gave him the green light. Flair says that he came from WDF and he grew up watching him, calling him an old uh, Russo. Grew up watching uh, Flair calling, him, but now he's calling him old, calling him great. Uh, you can put other names in front of Flair, but there, were, uh, Flair will always be the one remembered. Like, look at Brian Greasy. When you think of him, you think of John Elway. That's the reference he was making. This is the only business that you get your ass kicked for being too old.
1: That mm, uh, happens in uh, fighting.
0: Corporate America, too. Yeah. If, unless you happen to be uh, the owner of the company. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, look at the people that are Old and they're great, they're great. (laughs) Hogan, Sting, and Luger all did the same thing. (laughs) All did all the same thing that Flair has done. Uh, Bischoff has no guts to go. Uh, (coughs) uh, Bischoff and Russo both have no guts. Flair calls out Russo, (coughs) excuse me. However, Scott Steiner comes out to the old, yeah, hold on, yeah, yeah. They're so ill prepared
1: for this new thing that they have to use Steinerized. Turn for around. Scott Steiner I was like What <laughs> Just come out to the NWO music Like fuck it
0: Although I did pop a little I'll be
1: like, hey, I Story of two brothers mm-hmm. of Rick I I and like, Scott what?
0: They don't do drugs And <laughs> I was like Yeah mm, I don't
2: know a champion that line <laughs> right, yeah. right now I mean I'm sorry He is clean Sorry yeah, uh, Steiner says like, he's Rick. been
0: listening But yeah, uh, Flair has bored him to death <laughs> Steiner says that Flair has uh, He says that he listened To the, his last promo His bleached teeth but those teeth are still crooked. <laughs> Flair and his friends uh tried to get him fired. Styron says if you look at the WDF right now, their past champions have come from here and uh and all but one. All but one.
1: No, I was trying to figure out who the one was. The rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone else, has, Everyone come else from here. has come there. Which is not wrong.
0: It's because of you and your friends running them out of here. Steiner says that Speaking he's going to lower himself to Flair's uh, no-class white trash Charlotte, uh, from Charlotte, North Carolina. So Steiner puts in fake teeth and does his own like mean <laughs> jean jet flying limousine riding back, backstabbing. Backstabbing, son, son of a bitch. Gun. And then all of a sudden, Shane Douglas sneaks attacks Flair. Steiner calls Flair a piece of shit, doesn't get bleeped. And as Douglas is attacking Flair, commentary is like, this guy don't work here no more. What is he doing here?
1: Okay, so further context now. Yes. Flair apparently is in three feuds. (laughs) Russo, Steiner, and Shane Douglas. Yep. Um, This was the only one, and I know you rolled your eyes because it's Shane Douglas. Back in (laughs) 2000, this was the only one that got our attention at all because there had been legitimate heat, and Shane had been talking about him for six years. So we were like, well, I mean, at least we're finally going to get something out of it. We knew it probably wasn't going to be good, but unlike the Kidman Hogan thing, which is two months old with a throwaway line in an interview, this is like legitimate. This is like, holy fuck. We're finally, I mean, a large part of the early ECW lore was built on the back of Shane Douglas talking shit about Ric Flair. So to that, at least this one popped us. We're like, oh, okay, cool. And then, yeah, then we remembered Shane Douglas. Well, awesome.
2: somebody uh, who didn't watch ECW and was just watching uh, Monday Night War Stories, which you can listen to here at Uh Shane Douglas sucks. And I was oh, yeah. like, fuck me.
1: <laughs> the other part, like I just said, is like, we were like, so who exactly is Flair feuding so, with?
2: However, Scott Steiner's speaking nothing but truth here. <laughs> just uh, speaking the gospel truth. truth.
1: Except for he kind of put most of Hogan's baggage on Flair in that promo.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. Not surprised at all by that one. Full some boogie, of these nuts. Then we go backstage and we see one Kevin Nash on crutches entering the arena. These guys really just... Yeah, I can show up when I feel like it. And then... And then, boys, we cut to the fans with a, one of the blurriest cameras I've ever seen. <laughs> no light on it. No light on it. And is it... I thought it, they are in Roswell. Is it? Or was it? <laughs> it was. Bret Hart is in the crowd. And then the the asshole in me was like, "Oh, that's nice." That's nice. They're
1: showing you a vision of how Brett's seeing everything right now. It's like dark a, and blurry. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: remi- it reminds me it reminds me of like, mud. It reminds me of like when TNA uh noticed Robbie from the yeah. uh, Highlanders. Oh, no, cuz they
1: he had spotlights on his ass. Yeah, they had spotlights. There was no way they were going to show yeah. that.
2: All that was missing from this was just Bret Hart scratching himself like Kidman. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry, guys. Low last light and long blonde. Don't worry. No <laughs>
1: I was like, can they not put light on him? Because Goldberg
0: saw his brain as jelly. They fixed the glitch (laughs) as we come back from commercial. Hart has the spotlight on him and a better camera on him. Like, what's Bret Hart doing here?
1: My thought process was, poor Bret. They dragged him out of Calgary just to do this, knowing he can't work in any way, shape, or form. But Mm. they still dragged him out of his house. You're closer
0: to getting Goldberg back than you are fucking Bret (laughs) Hart.
1: What in the hell?
0: We're going to recap him earlier, just moments ago, of uh, Flair being attacked by Douglas. This is the part where Tony goes, well, we ha- we have a train wreck on every segment tonight. <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not then wrong. we go backstage and we see Flair looking for Douglas, doing the same thing that Hogan's doing, tossing and throwing but crap. Russo
1: is really creative, and you're not going to see the same shit here.
0: And then we go back, then we go to Mean Gene for the first Gene promo of the night with Shane Douglas. Gene- I love
1: the look of the interview set with the pipes the steel everywhere. just yeah. the logo behind
0: it. It's simple. It's easy. Gene's yelling at Douglas that you don't even work here anymore. You asked for your release. Ha <laughs> ha! I just franchised the nature Bar. That's right. Uh, Douglas has been Are watching for seven years of mockery, and he's tired of Flair. Gene's like, uh, I don't like you. making fun of Flair. So he cuts the interview short.
1: Do you want to know how all this heat started? Sure. Honestly.
0: Does he fucked Shane Douglas' wife.
1: Woo No. I mean probably. In Takes 80- him to Space Mountain. In eighty nine, when the dynamic dudes were there, Flair was the booker. <laughs> and he really looked up to Flair and he asked Flair at one of the shows if he could watch his match and give him any feedback. Would be greatly appreciated. And Flair said, Sure, man, why not? You know, but he's a busy man, he's the booker of the fucking company, the world champions gotta get time, you He didn't watch the match. No. But he said he did. You, know, you did good, kid. You did good, and that um, pissed Shane Douglas off so much that one little incident. That is why all this has started. That's why it's gone ten years of him just trashing Ric Flair left and right because Flair didn't watch his match. And could. do you know? Do you know how many veterans have said, yeah, I'll watch your match," then didn't, but then said, "Oh, you did good, kid. No need for improvement." All about all of them.
2: You know how many paying customers don't watch Shane Douglas match? <laughs> So, but you expect
1: Ric Flair to right? Fuck off! <laughs> Sagging off. it off. All he did was turn to Jim Cornette, who was on the booking team, with him and go, go, he any good?" And Shane, he goes, "He's all right. All right. That's all I needed to know." <laughs>
0: yeah, he's alright. Um, he's alright. Wh-
1: he's better. As Jim Cornette said, he's better than his partner, <laughs> Johnny doing? Ace. You're not wrong. Let's go to
0: our third. Hey, Let's go to our second match of the night. <laughs> In hour two, fuck, <laughs> dude. Sting versus Sid. Winner moves on to take
2: on uh, DDP. I don't watch these shows for the matches, but fuck, man. Can we get
0: some fucking matches, please? (laughs) Well, don't worry. This goes for a bit until... Coming from you, that's rich.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) Uh, Don't worry, Mike. This goes for out... a minute and a half that until the out. wall
2: decides to come on out with a, <laughs> a table. The wall forgot to fucking dress for the show. That's Jesus look. Christ. This is the
1: new look Vince Russo and Bischoff want him to have. Yeah, maybe uh, don't do that. Go back to the shirt, shirt It worked. Yeah,
2: wife beater and a, like, a black wife beater too. Yeah. That's worse. Stand on top of the building. Yellow people.
0: Uh, Sting covers Sid, but Sid kicks him off. Uh, and then uh, Sting falls into the ref. We get a ref bump. The wall hits Sid with a chair. After he uh, power b- after Sid powerbomb Sting the wall then choke Sid through the table Nick Patrick gets up and then counts Sid out so your winner moving on to face DDP Sting count out okay um, so we count have a Sid Wall th- feud th- now yeah. Can't, even though the Wall and Sid were tag partners a couple months ago in Thunder uh, and
2: it just you know uh, clearly it was gonna be DDP that wins but it really should have been Sid like you took the belt off of him. Jarrett probably should beat him for the title. You know what I mean? But that's fine. Fuck it. (laughs) uh, Let's beat this glorified fucking Jabroni. And and
0: then uh, commentary runs down. What just happened? And Tony's like, you know, normally I'll tell you what's up next. But I don't know what is happening right now. And then Ric Flair enters the ring again. He's like, well, there's Flair again. God (laughs) damn it. Tony's shooting. Javoni's had enough. Flair's like, Douglas, I'm giving you a shot tonight. Uh, Tony
2: sent his Starbucks application right now. Yep. Yeah. I gotta get out of this shit. <laughs>
0: Flair tells Russo that diamonds are forever, just like Flair. Then we cut back to one. Uh, Hulk Hogan still throwing stuff around the back. This is the one. Kidman, where, you son of a bitch. This is the one when he like throws like the candy bar, like the box of candy, like right at the camera. So like they cut straight to Hogan. But there's like a hundred pieces of cannon flying There's like to tootsie cannon. rolls like, flying at like, the oh, camera. shit! Yeah. Hogan, brother. It's it's not a big building.
2: You, you can't find him at this point? No. He's just running circles. It's just like fucking scooby doo there's in and out one door and back to the other. Yak and Yak's playing in Zoinks. the back.
0: Zoink
1: yes. Zoink's brother?
0: Then he asks uh <laughs> then he asks uh Helms and Moore, <laughs> Shannon Moore if they've seen him and he's like no, so Hogan tosses them to oh, the bigger. Oh yeah, tricks door. them
1: like complete pieces of shit.
0: Zoinks. Then we get a recap of Hogan's face, guys, remember that. And then we get mm, the ready to rumble premiere. Highlights. Love this movie. They're talking with celebrities and some wrestlers. and Did you spot someone like the first person they show? I, I, what? Sable?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowena Mero. Rowena They'd make sure not to call or her Sable or something later. They'd have uh, Vince's attorney on the line so goddamn fast, make yep. his dick spin. Yeah, no, she's still trying. She still thinks she's got a Hollywood career in her. She, oh. um, until she gave that up, went back and then gave, uh, Brock is what for that he gave her an F5 and a couple children uh,
0: we find out that David Arquette will be on Thunder oh yay woo oh yay our next match where's Oliver
1: what I'm
0: saying here's our next match though Jimmy the King Jeff Jarrett versus Kurt Henning and if Kurt Henning wins he takes Jeff Jarrett's spot at Spring Stampede I uh, don't know that I could care less about this match I gotta be honest yeah.
1: I don't know if I could be convinced that Kurt Henning had a sliver of Jesus a chance
0: Jesus Christ Uh, Jarrett jumps Henning in the aisle. Scott Hudson brings up that Hogan has found out that Bischoff's in a skybox in the arena. Henning reverses Jarrett's uh, patent sleeper hold (laughs) into a backdrop. And then all of a sudden, Henning's WWF music hits. And then Sean Stasiak comes out. And then
1: they immediately kill whatever chance of getting over he had by saying, He was meat in the WWF! Like,
0: well... No need to watch him anymore. Stasiak, <laughs> Stasiak distracts heading. Like,
1: they're doing this on purpose, yep. right? Uh,
0: Jared is allowed to hit the stroke <laughs> for the win. What, what did Stasiak do to the people in the wrestling business?
2: He seems like a nice enough guy. He was recording conversations
1: you know, in the locker room.
2: Well, fuck him then. Don't have the conversations. I don't know what to tell you. Did you just say it in public or don't?
0: Road
1: Dog did not like it. Road well,
0: is a drug addict. Then, yeah. That's then, probably why he didn't like it. And then we see Hill Hogan as he's threatening fans in the skybox yeah, looking yeah. for Bishop. <laughs> Some kid like, looks so happy to see him. He's like, you son of a bitch. You seen Eric Bischoff? Hey, like, he picks the kid
1: up by his shirt. Like, listen to <laughs> Brother, do you Brother, do you know the whereabouts of <laughs> one of Eric Bischoff? Get a job, you
2: tiny dick piece of shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, hold on. Okay, so back. My son Dick will kill you in a car wreck. Fuck you. So now it looks like we get Kurt Hennig and Sean Stasiak as a feud. Um, By the way, you know how they tie it in with the song? He's... Not it's Sean Stasiak. perfect yeah. one. No, he's Perfect Sean.
2: How long do they call him the perfect one?
1: Yeah. No, he'll be Perfect Sean instead of Perfection. <laughs> and that sucks, too, so then he's just Sean Stasiak. But my... But what I got meat. out of... The, what I got out of the... He was meat in the
2: WWF! Well, at least they were like, he beat his girlfriend in the other company. Yeah. <laughs> at least
1: they went with meat. That's the better technique. Yeah. So here's... Here's the only thing I got out of it. He was a sex slave in WW a Sex slave and beat his girlfriend. So my only thing out of this was like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me they could have had that music for Kurt Hennig from day one? Yep. And didn't use it? Nope. And gave him the most generic of generic themes? Yep. Yep. Okay. Checks That's out. the only thing I got out of that back then and this time when I watched it. Yeah. You ha- You couldn't. What?
0: Checks out, guys. Uh, Then we see Kevin Nash in the back talking on the phone, telling the person to uh, get here. Then we go. We gotta, we gotta. We gotta gotta
1: insinuate that hey, yo, could be here. Hey, maybe.
0: Uh, We see me me and Gene with Sting as Sting says uh, he's been here since 1988. He's going after the Golden Boy because it's Showtime. Sting, it's it's 1987, by the way. Then commentary is like, hey, is Nash talking to Scott Hall? Or is it Shawn Michaels? Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's go to our next match. It's Ric Flair versus Shane Douglas. Flair's coming out wearing normal clothes now. Yeah, this is Flair's ring attire by the way, for this run. Get used to it. Uh, for someone who doesn't work at the company, he gets his entrance music, the Revolutions theme, <laughs> uh, all the noise, all the lights, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, it's one of my pet peeves of the modern era <laughs> so much. Yep.
2: I uh, didn't have music for a year and a half, and he's in
0: the co- company. <laughs> right. They they uh, they brawl. Flair low blows him in front of the ref, and then Flair strips Douglas of his shirt. Commentary says that Eric, uh, that Bischoff and Russo have named Flair and uh, Hogan and his cohorts the Millionaires Club. Yeah, uh, so that's the best thing I can think of. Yep. Uh, Vince Russo comes out with a baseball bat and hits Flair with it. Russo tells Flair to suck it, and they still break Flair's Rolex.
1: Oh, by the way. Uh, I made light of it right there, but they had to call a millionaire's club because that's what the only thing they would agree to. They flat out refused anything that had the word old or established in it. Yep. Um that's why the feud the year earlier. Remember, they tried to do the old versus young with Flair Piper and all yeah, those guys. Yep, again? Yeah, same reason just, as soon as the word old was involved, everybody except for Flair vetoed it. And this time, it's you know, Hogan, he can be called old, yeah. You know, but I'll, yeah, I'll be millionaire. I'll be called a millionaire, sure. Why not? So, uh,
2: did Shane Douglas go back to ECW for a couple months? No, was he there? He was just off TV.
1: He was (laughs) just off TV. He was screwed, and I don't, I don't blame him for coming back. He had burned his bridge in ECW. He had burned his bridge in WWF. Yep. He had no other options unless he wanted to go to XPW and work for that. I mean, it's a company that makes GCW look like wholesome entertainment. I mean, more on that, Dark Side of the Ring later this year. Yes. Or Uh, just follow the owner on his Twitter account this past weekend. Wow.
2: um, uh, So, was he so. Was he just. He wasn't ever released, right? He was just off TV. Or was he he released?
1: He was released. He was released. Yeah. He got it. Conan and and Ray didn't get it, the the release. But he did. Gotcha. But Vince did not want Shane. Nope. Nope. Nope.
2: And Vince is like, nah, bro. You fucked up. You burned that bridge. You fucked up.
1: And Conan, Conan tried to get over, but in that that's awesome story Bruce Pritchard tells. He called himself K Dog, and Bruce Jim Ross like, no. had no fucking clue what a K Dog is.
0: <laughs> like,
2: I fucking know who Conan is. He's awesome. yeah, yeah. I know who the fuck K Dog <laughs> is.
0: We're gonna recap oh, our Flair's <laughs> uh, beatdown. Then one Kevin Nash comes out. Love the fact that he comes out once again. They got Kill It. He comes out to the Wolfpack music. Oh, look, he's coming up to the old Wolf Wolfpack, back when they used to run this place.
1: Jesus. Plus it's,
0: it's theme music. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Yeah. Um, oh, boy, my uh, as guns, he's actually. walking down, the com- uh, commentator's wondering who Nash was talking to. H- oh, Hudson, really? Hudson has to bring up the click, and it could be someone from that.
2: It, one of them's married to the daughter, so it's probably not him. It probably
0: wasn't X-Pac either. <laughs>
2: yeah. And Sean was little at WrestleMania Eight days ago, although it's probably if, not him.
1: If Xbox checking out those Xbox sucks, chance he might want to be calling Kevin Nash. Mm,
0: yeah. Is there a chance for me down there? Nash thinks that there are a couple of jag-offs uh, in the back trying to push people out uh, and stop some uh, people's careers. Uh, Nash goes, I just want to know, whatever happened to the old wrestling show? <laughs> what happened to the dog? <laughs>
2: i don't know, I'll agree <laughs> i'm guessing we're done with the dog yeah oh yeah
0: yeah nash says that he was on the phone with his buddy scott he's sober and he is in a really bad mood i part of that's true Yeah, he's in a bad mood <laughs> yeah. for sure uh he says neither neither uh none of this would happen with if none of if neither of them showed up here nash says that he uh they stopped Shawn michaels for taking a that they had to stop Shawn Michaels a couple times taking Russo's head off in WWF. True Believe story. Believe that. True story. For Bischoff, if it wasn't for Hall and Nash in the NWO, Bischoff would still be serving coffee in Minnesota. Uh, sort of. Nash have been fired a lot earlier. Yeah. Nash tells them to bring the balls out here, but then all of a sudden someone sneaks attack Kevin Nash, and it's Mike Awesome, the e- current ECW heavyweight champion, Mike Awesome. Yep. Not a good, not a great look for ECW. Is that is that's the, not great? Oh, it ended up being really good for ECW in a way. <laughs> is the sit the what happens later with is that on the net on Peacock or is it like was that a house yeah. show? It'll, you'll, you'll, oh, I, I don't know if we can watch it. Yeah,
1: okay, it's cool. uh, let me double check the time so I'll show I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah,
0: because yeah. I kind of want to watch that so awesome. Couple things here. I
2: play.
1: Uh, it became clear the weekend before that Mike Awesome was going to jump. Yeah. If Paulie found out and con- contacted WCW and said, look, he's my world champion. You can't do this. Yep. And they came to an agreement that he uh, would let him out of the contract. Money. But also, uh, you're not allowed to call him the ECW world champion, and he's not allowed to have the belt with him on your show.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't want to two.
1: Yeah. They immediately broke the one which got him even more money. So it ended up being okay for Paulie. He kept him in business a couple of months longer. Well, he didn't pay anybody with that money, but uh... <laughs> he's, st- it's no joke. He stayed in business another two months because of what happened here. Mm. Uh, yeah. Hit them immediately going back on the, we won't call him anything. Um, and then they immediately do it. And so now plus, uh, dates said that he would have, uh, that he could have Mike Awesome back to drop the world title, all that stuff, fair. We're yep. not, we don't want to... You know, we're not trying to fuck you over. Mm-hmm. They WCW and Bischoff completely tried to fuck over WCW as often as they could back in the day. This was an instance where they really weren't trying to. There had been some miscommunication with his contract status, money owed, he wasn't happy. So when he reached out to them, they said, fuck yeah, we need people. And that's just kind of what happened. Um, however... A big part of this ended up blowing up in their face. Mike Awesome is a really good, high-quality big guy worker. in ECW who looked like a monster. But not standing against Kevin Nash, who is at least five inches taller than he is. Yep. So this whole monster versus monster thing is already dead in the ground. Because Mike Awesome isn't as tall as Scott Hall, let alone Kevin Nash. Van Hammer's bigger than he is. Yeah. So there's was a problem. Um, plus, all the money it's going to cost them now to do this. You have to answer, was it was it worth it?
2: I mean, if you got my costume for free, I would argue it wasn't worth it, but you know.
1: He's a good big dude, big ish dude. So is f- the wall. Go with that guy instead. Who fit the <laughs> W the ECW style. So WCW thought, okay, we can get a worker. And I will say that, spoiler, I won't say anything about what happens to him, but he, he's a really good complimentary fit to the mid card. Unfortunately, they had bigger plans than midcard, which yeah. they shouldn't have cuz. Awesome. Also, little known fact, uh Mike Awesome is related to Hulk Hogan. Brother. Uh he cuz he's actually cousins with Horace Hogan.
0: It, but it's it, on like it the question. mother's side. So I was no going to say is it not Hogan's dead brother that Horace reminds him of <laughs> yes, every day right? of his life?
1: So, but I think it's I think it's Horace's mom is on is <sighs> like so yeah, so Technically speaking, another, uh, another family member who Hogan never talks about uh, here with him in WCW. All right. And now we, okay, so any interest in Nash versus Awesome? Nope. It's N- not Giant versus Giant. No, I it's know. It's Giant We're, versus
0: kind of big dude. Kind of big guy, no. It's um, a big guy I, think DDP, I think
1: he might be the same height as DDP. Or maybe DDP might be taller than Mike Awesome. I think,
2: he's, I think he's bigger than DDP, but it's not by much. Yeah.
1: It's not exactly what they're like hoping for.
2: Van Hammer's easily bigger than he is.
1: But you have to remember, they needed a surprise. Shane Douglas wasn't going to cut it. No. Goldberg can't come back.
2: Bray Hart uh, was in Breitheart a crowd. Is a jelly. Sort
1: of. His brain is still liquefied. Uh, so they needed something. So this is the best option they had. There you go.
2: They'll probably treat him better than WF2's Taz. So,
1: so you know what? Let's keep a running tab on that through the year. There it is. Let's, Taz versus Awesome. Got Let's it. Let's see who gets better utilized. Yep. Um, it's going to be Mike Awesome. Isn't fun, it? fun, f- fun. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see.
0: We'll find out. Keep those tabs, Boo. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, Mike Awesome is 6'6 six, six, and DDP? 6'5. Uh, 6'5. Six, five.
1: Six, five.
0: <laughs> Mike Awesome is not 6'6. Six, six. That's what I uh, not
2: anymore. That's what bro. the internet says. That's not what he is.
0: Maybe it's after he hung himself. He stretched. Stretched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome did say that he heard Bischoff and Russo in, in charge, and he couldn't pass up the option for money. Also, not wrong. That Ted Turner money is better than that sweet sweet con money. So then we go backstage in a limo with Hogan as he's telling someone uh, to get his lawyer because he's got to take care of Hogan. Uh, take care of Bischoff and Kidman. Is and this
1: the part where he says he's gonna
0: have Bisch- eat Kidman's ass? No, this is Bischoff. Oh. He's gonna have Bischoff eat his ass. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have Bischoff eat my ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is what he says. He does.
1: And, and it perked me up. I'm like, what?
0: Oh, I rewound yeah. it. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. I had uh, JR, oh, we for that freaky shit. <laughs> I had I had good old Jr. over here because we were doing the uh, for fantasy football, doing the the draft stuff. I'm gonna make and Bischoff I was like, eat my ass. And I was like. Can you listen to this for me? (laughs) And I like I legit stopped what we were doing because I wanted to make sure my notes I had it right. So I went to the Peacock and I put it on. I'm like Peacock, Peacock. (laughs) There it is. Or has McAfee called it on SummerSlam? The cock, the cock. (laughs) I went to the cock and I I had the Pat listens. He's a big fan (laughs) of the show. I had JR listen and he's like, Yep. He just said, eat my ass. <laughs> Got it. Cool. Fish off's going to eat my ass. Hogan then notices that there's a Jesus. giant camera and lights on him and tells him to uh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> That's the most unbelievable thing they show.
2: He fucking knew there were cameras. He knows where cameras are. What the
0: hell are you doing here? He knows then, when there's not cameras on him. Right. So he shuts the door. Fucker's Jake Paul before Jake Paul. And then Paul. all of a sudden, guys... Brother. A white Hummer Hummer. shows up and crashes into the limo multiple times. Oh, my God. It's the white Hummer. Who is it? Does this mean? Was Bischoff always driving the Hummer? I thought it was a black Hummer. No, it was white. It was white. It was white. Because uh, Luger came out when he returned with a photo. No, I know. The story, I just thought it was black. No, it was white. Hmm. It was was black Hummer. it was was both. It was black Hummers when they were doing the macho and... uh, uh, Nash Man, fight on the street, <laughs> it was the West Side Story there. Uh, so Kidman and Bischoff exit the white Hummer, and then what Corey just said. Commentary brings up: Was it Bischoff running driving the Hummer the every, the entire time? When, were, when did Nash get ran over by the white Hummer? June ninety nine. There we go. So uh, you know, eight months ago, we're deciding on if uh, you don't worry about that. Bischoff is still the singer. Right?
1: Oh, there's one loose end tied up on a show where I'm sure it was completely accidental.
0: Hey Corey, did you, you did say we'd never know who drove the right Hummer. We just found out it was Bischoff. Yeah, this time. <laughs> but they're putting him with the last one, so we're yeah, gonna go with sure. That why not? Uh, then I say it was you. We come back from commercial, and uh, Hogan's being stretchered, and Kidman and Bischoff run up to him. Paramedics like, yeah, he's passed out, so don't do anything to him. Got it. So T-back. Kidman sprays new blood be on him. <laughs>
1: New new, new 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 world. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, exactly. No new,
1: new 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 blood. I was so used to Wolfpack bait. No, nope, it's not that. It's nope. a... New Balance.
0: So Over. let's go. Kidman's to got a new, new balance. He's got a new uh, sponsorship. It let's go. Let's go to our sixth match of the night and our main <laughs> event. It <laughs> can't be true. No, it's true. No, <laughs> I no. apologize. Fifth match. Fifth either. match. Yeah, I was gonna say fifth match. Uh, I was like, I was going all all right. off of that. Uh, damn true. With that tank. Uh, Jeff Jarrett comes out Joins commentary Uh, Back and forth match Sting clothesline Gets clothesline over the top rope Jarrett leaves commentary To yell at Kimberly Paige then attacks Jarrett Make me a sandwich Slap nuts But then all of a sudden Vampiro Sting's brother in paint Hits a nail in the coffin On Sting Oh who didn't see that coming (laughs) Wait somebody turned on Sting Bullshit (laughs) DDP DDP gets to the ring Hits the diamond cutter For the win Jared sneaks in the ring and is going to hit Paige with the guitar, but DDP... Paige ducks and lets ducks his old woman like take it. Like a coward. And take and let Kimberly
2: <laughs> takes the hit. Jeff Jarrett don't slow down when he's swinging that guitar, by the way. Nope. nope. He uh, fucking swings for the fences. <laughs> yep.
1: Jesus Christ. Just ask Kimberly. <laughs> that
2: motherfucker obliterated.
1: <laughs> uh, so, so you got to love Vince Russo here. I got an idea. Give he all wears bands. paint. Vampiro wears paint.
2: They're going to feud. Can't have that. They're going to feud. And also, Jared, you know how you used to beat women with guitars? We're doing that. Let's again. pick that right back up.
1: <laughs> okay, boss. Fuck. <laughs> oh. So, I hate to, to like, tie all this down to the bare minimum, but really all we did today was figure out who each of the important millionaires is feuding with. Yep. That's all this show is for. Yep. And you can tell the pecking order based on who they're feuding with. Um, DDP is the most important one at the moment because it's Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Flair has Russo and Douglas and Steiner, so you probably have to number two him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hogan and Kidman with Bischoff is number three. three. and then um, the rest of them don't matter. Yep, because it's Vampiro, it's Buff Bagwell, and it's like meat. So like, yeah, eh, uh, whatever. <laughs> and the Wall. It's like, perfect, Sean. <laughs> yeah, first of all, sir. So like, they don't matter.
2: Perfect, Sean beats his. You, think, you,
1: think, mother, you,
0: you guys think this is the end of the episode. Well, no, more. it's, not, it's I know, not. I know. Well, wait, there's, there's more. more.
1: Oh, thank God. We
0: cut back to Russo and Bischoff celebrating with Jarrett saying that the oh fans my God. are calling him. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say suck each other off. No. <laughs> I was like, what? He was eating his ass already? Yeah. <laughs> Hogan, dude, taught me how to eat ass, brother. Uh, so they have hey, Jarrett. You got to hey. go full in.
2: Hulk Hogan doesn't eat yeah. ass. Terry J. J. eats ass. Just it.
0: ask Brutus. Yeah. And his wife. Uh, let's go to Jarrett. Jarrett goes uh, back out. So we get a promo with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, and he says in six days he'll be champion and he'll prove why he's the ch- chosen one. Jarrett tells Paige to bring his wife out and uh, he can show her a real man. So this brings out DDP and they begin to brawl. Scott Steiner comes out. Ring the bell. Ding as uh, he's helping Jarrett. And then Ding as like, Slutier runs down and helps Paige. Ding. Buff Bagwell runs down. Ding, ding, the wall and Vampiro come out. Ding, Sting runs down a clean house. Ding, ding, the cat and Booker come down and make the ring. Um, Help the New Blood. Jarrett hits the stroke on page. Crowd's chanting Goldberg. New Blood are destroying uh, the rest of the Millionaire's Club as Bischoff Russo come out and smile and shake hands. But wait, one last ding as it is a concussion-filled Bret Hart. Comes out on stage and stares at Russo and Bischoff with the commentary yelling, "What is going on?" And
1: that's a dick closing because they know full well Brett yep. can't do shit. Nope. So he's not going to feature into anything. Nope. And that is,
2: WCW I was
0: going to say, I'm Nitro. really glad
2: we get that payoff pretty soon. Wow. Boy, what, I'm uh, still waiting for
0: that. that that is a. Uh, so was that two hours, gentlemen? Well,
2: we did talk for about one, so... Fucking Christ, dude. Jesus God. Enough happening? Not enough. Uh, I think we're slow. Honestly, no.
1: What wait till Thunder? (laughs) No, but like, I mean like,
2: (laughs) in the sense that... Nothing really moved forward. We took four steps backwards. These feuds are... These feuds are... I think that's the point. Garbage, dude.
1: Yeah, the feuds suck. But the point was, there wasn't anything to move forward because they had to spend all of this show establishing what's happening because they... Started from scratch, then don't start from fucking scratch. Well, a, gene- a, a, a rational human being would have told you that was probably the best way like, to go about it. It's like that old
2: fucking us we used to have in the White House. If you don't like something, don't fucking get rid of it and tear it down. Build
1: on it. Take the parts that work and build on it. Here's the Iggy. They had already sold twelve to thirteen thousand tickets. I think was what they said for Spring Stampede. Ow. Because, and I, I think those numbers are inflated. Yeah, I hope so. But the majority, but the fact is, compared to the last six or seven months, just the just the uh, the thought of Hogan versus Sid was drawing in the, in Chicago, anyway. So they were going to have a nice audience in Chicago just for that match. That they rightfully never announced because they knew things were changing. But, I mean, it was kind of like the punk deal here. Everybody knew what was going on. That's That was going to be the main event and it actually sold. I am going to give a little this is a little different. Uh next week when we do the paper war stories, I'm not going to give you my alternate card. I'm going to present to you the card that would have happened if the reboot had never taken place. I like it. Okay. With where they were going with certain feuds and whatnot.
0: Okay. So, after that entertaining Hour and a half. Let's go talk some wrestling on Monday Night Raw. For no, the there's w- nothing. that
1: sports entertainment. Oh,
0: sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Get it right. do right. G-
1: Just because Russo's in that other company, don't for <laughs> a minute think that this company wants you to call it anything other than sports entertainment.
3: Okay. Well,
2: it's World Sports Entertainment. Got it. Federation. WSE. We're in Fort Lauderdale. Goodie. Fort
1: Lauderdale Chamber of Commerce. There it is. Commentary. What
2: do you think about Fort Lauderdale, Corey? Go. Common
0: Joe, back to you. All right, thank you. Uh, commentary is JR <laughs> and Jerry the King Waller. We start the show off with a promo with The Rock. Rock shows footage from last SmackDown. It's good to see they're
1: switching it up to He's stuck
0: in Triple H and Stephanie. Jesus <laughs> fuck. Rock chasing Vince up the ramp, hitting, oh, well. punching him, and uh, uh, well. uh, hitting him with no, a chair. No. Rock shows a photo of uh, unconscious He's Vince, up. saying that uh, with with the Rock's foot on, him, telling Vince to frame this. Rock says that everything he's gone through through Vince's family, The Rock, wants more. He wants the title shot tonight. Vince comes out with a chair. Um, rock says there's three things that will happen. One, Vince will put down the chair. Two, Vince can attempt to hit The Rock with the chair. Or three, The Rock will turn the chair sideways and stick it up Vince's candy ass. Oh, yeah. Vince does option one. He puts down the chair. Smart And says if The Rock makes one move, Vince were uh hit him so hard that he crushes brain uh his brain and uh, crushes brain into a crushed papaya. I'm not,
1: I wasn't digging this at all. I was like this this is not good. No. They don't have
0: the same chemistry that uh Austin, Austin and yeah. yeah. They just don't. Uh, Vince says that the Rock will be given an opportunity tonight if he beats someone named later. Rock will get it uh, if he wins, he gets the shot at the title. But the Rock would be in a cage match tonight vince says that no more gifts for the rock this is your last one after that rock you're gonna have to earn earn your way up vince brings up the rock's past. hey rock who made you? made you vince made you vince made you the corporate champion not a good one but he made you a champion. not a very good one damn rock would be it wouldn't it would be a star without vince but not a superstar vince says uh if we put uh, uh, put up a red nose, Rock, you could have been the next joint the clown. Put some feathers on your butt, you'd be the next uh goober. Cooker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, the next one is uh, we'll put some weight on you and some warts should be uh, uh, bastion Booger. I actually thought Vince was good in this promo. I yes. d- I didn't think the Rock was very good in this one. Hold well, on, my favorite line is his next one. I guess uh, Rock hosted SNL and, tonight, uh, and been on the Tonight Show. Best selling Rock. It's all because of the Vince. All Vince yeah. wanted was a thank you. I think that's fair.
1: Yep, I'm not sure on Vince's
0: side on this one. Since Rock that didn't hurts. say thank you, right. that's why he turned on him at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to, I just to be like, yeah, go ask Fully how that's yeah. a uh, Vince yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Vince wants to know what the Rock thinks. Rock says he can wipe a monkey's ass with what, what Vince thinks, and the Rock. Oh. Mm. And then the Rock begins to question. Rock's uh, thing about monkeys' asses and licking llamas' asses. <laughs> this was good. Vince calls that a strange uh, a strange thinking. Vince says the Rock has a weird thing about what comes out of an anus. So, so <laughs> Vince says, if you take all the fe- uh, fetus, uh, feces, feces from everyone here and make a pizza, you can finally smell what the Rock is cooking. <laughs> Shane, Steph, and Triple H come out. Vince tries to hit the Rock with the chair, but the Rock gets the chair and hits Vince I- with it. I rock- was- actually surprised
1: because in terms of the promo I think Vince actually got the better of the rock and the rock never had a comeback he did it. Too.
0: he never did that's weird I wonder who booked that brother <laughs> Dude. Uh, let's go to our first match tonight for the tag team championships as it's DX Road Dog and X-Pac with Tori versus Edge oh. and Christian uh, Tori grabs Edge Edge grabs Tori allows it Road Dog to throw Edge into the post Tori distracts the ref, and the Road Dog hits Christian with the tag title for the win. However, Earl Hebner runs down and tells Mike Ch- Ch- Chioda what just happened. So Chioda changes the decision and restarts the match. Edge instantly spears Xbox for the win to retain their titles. It's literally never happened in wrestling. Like, what the fuck are we doing?
3: Uh. I mean, it I know it's it happens. Before it,
0: wrestling, but it's I just, would say it, the it's only, so dumb. It only they always go to the replay or something when there was a botch in the NFL. It's almost like it's almost like they needed
1: Earl to have a problem with the McMahon's and DX. Well, I just the only reason,
2: honestly, the reason I hate it is because you could literally do this for every fucking match and no one ever does. It's true. That's why I fucking like, like where's the consistency? Like I think literally the next match is fucking interference. Mm-hmm. No one fucking runs
0: out then. No title on the line let me see the Godfather, some hoes. And then we go backstage with the cat as she's in her locker room. And then Terry comes in and says, uh, they need to stop all the petty stuff right now and ask if they, she's been getting uh, phone calls from directors and, uh, producers since WrestleMania, which they both have. So Terry wants to take Terry, uh, the cat out for a spa day. And it's all on Terry
1: who didn't know where this was going. So I gotta be honest. First of all, and, and watching this this time, I was like, wait a minute. So we're three segments in, really. Right, about yep. Promo match, promo shit. match, Terry. Yeah. You're supposed to trying to be killing the company on the other side, uh, not trying to dumb yourselves down to match their shit. Because so far this sucks. That match had no chemistry and a bullshit ending. The Rock, for once, to me, under delivered on a promo, and then you got this bullshit. I'm like, aren't you supposed to be like miles better than Nitro? And right now, you're just barely better than Nitro yeah. so far. I was really down on it by this point.
0: Yeah, it was it for me. I agree. Watching WCW and then going to this, I'm like, okay, this is this.
1: Like, natural was far more exciting. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean better but far more exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh Godfather versus with Hose come on out cuz they're taking on Kurt Angle. Angle says that he's a fan of abstinence and tells the Godfather that he should be using a condom. This is so <coughs> This funny. is a prophylactic. Yeah.
1: This was fucking hilarious. I love the fact that he's added in his words the big A to the three
0: eyes. Yeah. Uh Angle runs into Hose hold, and then hold, sk- Oh,
2: hold on. Okay. You skipped his best line. Oh. You can prance, and you can dance. But when it comes to relations, keep it in your pants. God damn it.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, for
0: the big A. That's so good. Angle runs into hoes, and they scare him. <laughs> well, what, what one does.
1: Makes him feel a weird sort of way. Angle's
0: the best. <laughs> a pair do. Uh, Godfather misses the hoe train splash. Angle hits the Olympic slam for the win.
1: Can I just... Is it just me, or an April 10th, 2000? Oh, the godfather is played out. Yes, he is. It's just like uh, it's still over. So it's still over, but it's played
2: out.
0: But it is played out, which is why the segment on Thursday is really good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I can't wait.
0: We go earlier today, we see Cat and Terry leaving in a limo and then one Eddie Guerrero and China show up.
3: They do hit
0: in the most stereotypical
1: way they can possibly show up. And, like JR's like, "What's wrong with that car?"
2: I'm like, Jesus Christ, JR. You can tell fuck
1: you can tell that Vince McMahon has not, uh, when it comes to Latin American uh, theory, has not progressed further than Chico and the Man from like 1975. <laughs> I was
2: gonna say, fucking, the only thing he's ever seen of Latin culture is um, the dude in Friday.
1: <laughs> you think he's seen Friday? No. <laughs> uh,
0: no, no, that's fair. Uh then we see Scotty, Tuhadi, and Rikishi walking down the Nile and then all of a sudden Taz shows up as they're gonna be part of a six man. However, Scotty, hey Keish, what are you gonna do tonight? You want me to back that up tonight? Yes, let's back it up tonight. Nope. No one does. I uh Yep. That's then all we I gotta s- say then yep. we see Big Show yep. Shane, Tone Shane that he's gonna let it all hang out tonight. Boom. <laughs> that's uh it's a lot of show. Yep. <laughs> So our next match, Oh, we're going to recap Big Show hurting Grandmaster putting him through a table. It found out that Grandmaster needs knee surgery. Uh, So our next match is a six-man tag of Sky 2 Hottie, Rikishi and Taz versus Saturn, Malenko, and Benoit of the Radicals. A weird
1: match. Doesn't Benoit feel like he's slumming it at this point? Yes.
0: Uh, Rikishi hits the stink face on Malenko. Scotty hits the worm on Malenko. Taz and Saturn is bra on the outside. Rikishi chases Benoit to the back. Scotty has uh, Malenko in the cloverleaf, and he's tapping, but the ref is distracted by the brawling outside. Saturn runs in in this clothesline sky too haughty for Malenko to make the cover for the win.
2: No, I will say I would not mind a hardcore feud between Saturn and Taz. That
0: would be cool. No. That sounds no. fun. Did they, they ever have history in ECW? You no, know, they never really. I mean, they or may have they... had
1: a match, but they never really crossed paths. Interesting. Because Saturn spent most of his time in the tag division, and Taz was getting that like gigantic push, push at yeah. the time, like the baddest motherfucker in the it world. sounds
0: fun. Yeah. That's what that I'd, sounds like. I'd go for it. We see uh, Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane headed to the ring. Looks like Triple H has a match. JR thinking it's him defending his match against The Rock. Then we go to earlier today with the cat getting a haircut. Um, but However, as the cat is talking to the hairstylist, Terry's in the back mixing something up in that Coke.
1: I mean, she probably is a disciple of Bill Cosby.
0: The pudding pop. Or a pair of Triple H. <laughs> and the pudding pop.
1: So I just realized we just said Taz and Saturn would be a fun yeah. fun match, but I, I just realized they can't book it because I don't, to the best of my knowledge, there's never been any uh, like shoot com promos between the two of them. So we can't possibly start that feud.
2: Saturn <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and him with a pair of scissors uh, anywhere? No, that's
0: not that I know. So, guys, let's go to our next match. World title match, For baby. The world title. So it's going to Triple H comes out first. Yep. And he has a big smile on his face because he knows who he's facing. Then we see Kai and Ty in the back. And he has a big smile on his face. However, the is open behind Kai and Ty, And here comes the APA. <laughs> and that smile goes into oh crap. Yep. As APA come on down with Kai and Ty. Triple H was so good here. He looked like he is just so like, good. What the fuck? He had it. He's like, I got oh. him. As but Triple uh, H is defending his title against one Taka Michinoku. Taka is coming, motherfucker. There it is. Indeed. <laughs> so when the match starts, uh, Shane threatens APA, but APA chases uh, Shane to the back. <laughs> Shane's great here, too. He's like, I'll oh, fuck. My bad. <laughs> yeah. He can say, like, I'll take you. Oh, Dog, no, never mind. No, Shane has
2: wheels, too. He Shane can that, fucking he book, book, dude.
0: Yeah. Well, from... <laughs>
1: He he would have had to have uh, growing up as Vince's son in his teenage years. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, uh, short side, um, I was watch- uh, reading this thing, and apparently Vince, you know, he's a stubborn, he's got no fairies, you yeah. know? Well, Shane's the same way. Yeah. So Vince would tell him not to do crazy, dangerous shit all through his teenage years, and do you think Vince, Sh- Sh- Shane, listen no. to a fucking second? So, like, he would do something incredibly stupid, like... Standing up on a motorcycle while riding it down the street without a helmet on, and Vince would find out about it and go chasing after him. (laughs) Like, there's a couple times where like he
2: does that same that same bit to The Rock where he like teases him and runs away. And like The Rock is a legit D1 athlete. And he's got to try to catch Shane McMahon, dude. Shane's an athlete.
0: The like the story we heard when um He knows the helicopter crash. When I went to Yeah, that's it. He (laughs) knows
1: when you when you break it down, I really don't understand how Vince doesn't like him that much. Like I don't get it.
0: <laughs> like, we um we uh when we went to the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago, we did the Pritchard oh, right. show, and they a the fan asked, "Can you tell us a story about Vince that no one really knows about?" Oh. And the story was that Shane wanted Pierce's ear, and Shane one day came in with a fake earring on, and like, "How's it going, Dad?" You know this this, and then Shane, Vince like calls him over and is like what's that ear and Shane you know pulls so I guess what Vince does he throws Shane on the counter like you know head head on the counter grabs a kitchen knife he's like do you want a fucking ear pierce I'll fucking pierce your ear and then he's like well that's why Shane doesn't have his ears pierced today Jesus Christ
1: Jesus now you know why he runs so damn fast
0: but yeah between that and banging his daughter is a weird so, our, so we have uh, <laughs> Shane, uh, Triple H versus Taka <laughs> Taka with the head scissors takedown. Taka (laughs) dominates the first part of this match with his quickness. Uh, Taka hits a second rope tornado DDT. Earl and Triple H get in a shoving match. Taka and Triple H on the outside behind APA. Funaki does a baseball slide into Triple H, having Triple H clothesline both members of APA, so they beat up Triple H. (laughs) Uh, Bradshaw gets on the apron, and Funaki dropkicks Triple H. Uh, Taka hits a moonsault for close two. Vince and Shane come down, trying to walk past APA. Say, "Hey, we're not here to provoke you. We're not. We're not here to provoke you." I say the
1: same thing. I had Ron Simmons looking at me like,
0: as they walk. Slap them as they <laughs> yeah. walk past them. Bossman and Bold Buchanan come out and attack APA with nightsticks. Uh, Triple H hits the pedigree on Taka for the win. After the, then, after that, Triple H pedigrees Funaki after the match. Dude, that was a fun match. It, I I it was it was, was, inter- it was entertained. way
2: better than it had right to be.
0: No, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, spoiler, it's my match of the night. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, last week we got, we see for highlights some SmackDown. Trish telling TNA, um, uh, that uh, Bubba got her, uh, his hands on her and. And she wants revenge, so uh, go put their hands on them. And Tess is like, okay. And then they okay. TNA <laughs> enter the room of the Dudley boys and beat them up and throw them in the hallway.
1: I like the fact that there's, they're not afraid of the Dudleys at all. Because look at the size of these. Food
0: they're fucking the only news. fucking tag team that isn't right. Well, look at
1: APA <laughs> once again,
0: TNA uh, uh, is probably the number one tag team in WCW. If they oh win. easily, yeah. easily. Uh, our next <coughs> TNA versus three count feud. You're really Jonesing for that. Our next uh, next match is uh, TNA with Trish versus the Hardy Boys. Uh, Matt with the moonsault to test. Tess with the gut rich power bomb on to Matt. TNA does a double face buster slam. Uh, Jeff gets the hot tag. He hits the hurricane run on Albert. Test does a choke slam power bomb on Jeff. Matt hits the Trista fate on Albert, and Jeff hits the swan tom for the win. Just like the Demon, I don't remember TNA losing a ton.
1: Like It's like they build him up hard in the backstage segments, and then like the Demon, they never fucking win. Never win. <laughs> that
0: damn bell has to ring. Uh, after the match, so the Dudleys uh. come down in 3D tests, Bubba gets the table, but Trish gets on the apron to distract Bubba. He's in his zone. Albert then does a two-arm choke chokeslam on Bubba uh, through the I mean, I'd be, table. I'd be, uh, you know, I'd be in a, would, in a
1: different way. Hey, I you know. would also
0: be distracted by Trish. I think we all would be. So let's go to our next match. It's going to be Val Venus versus the man that let it all hang out, The Big Show. I oh, was speaking about a gimmick who's just done. As The Big Show comes out dressed like Val Venus. The uh, yeah. show even has Venus tights on. He does the Hello Ladies thing. That's giant fucking tights. <laughs> I'll be, yeah. like, yes. So when he, when he said uh, when he's going to let it all hang out, I was like, so he's going to be Val Venus tonight? And he is. Um, surprisingly the big back, Venus. Surprisingly, back and forth. Like this shouldn't have been back no, and forth. It shouldn't have been. They haven't pushed Val since uh, summer of ninety nine. Yep. Really. Uh, I however, I think a big show. However, yeah. uh, Big Show tries to do a Benoit and chokes out uh, Val over the top rope with, and they get uh, the match is called because of that. Our next match is for the European Championship as is Eddie Guerrero with China versus Chris Jericho. Two- ma. Cita. <laughs> Uh, Jericho wants to know who wears the pants in that relationship, and Eddie is just China's ch- uh, chihuahua bitch. <laughs> oh, damn. damn. Eddie tries to run from Jericho as the match starts. Uh, Eddie hides behind the ref, but uh, attacks Jericho's left knee. Uh, that's the whole point of the ga- match here for uh, Eddie is to attack Jericho's left knee.
1: Found the second most cringeworthy T-shirt in WWF right now behind that uh, cum shirt. It would be the China shirt. The China.
0: The China. Uh, Jericho uh, tries to put the walls to Jericho. uh, Who the
1: fuck is making t shirts? On
0: Eddie, but Jericho gets in the ring. China distracts the ref and gives Eddie the belt. Eddie and Jericho play tug of war with the belt until Jericho lets go and Eddie falls into the ref. Jericho hits the moonsault, but China comes in and low blows Jericho and hits the DDT. China puts Eddie on top of Jericho for the win. So Latino Heat. That's such a good gimmick.
1: Mama, they're Cita. killing it together.
0: That's great. So then we go to earlier today as the cat wakes up and she has clown makeup all up on her. Oh, so her hair
1: has been cut. Every time you say the cat, I think Ernest Miller. No, I'm, like, I'm yeah. sorry. No,
0: he's part of the new blood. Um, something written on her forehead. I don't. She looks like Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> Serious uh, Then they cut her dog too They cut her dog hair too We're going to cut
1: your Little dog too
0: <laughs> So yeah That was something So let's go to Our main event For tonight The Rock Who doesn't know Who he's facing In a cage match oh, I uh, got a good idea Triple H Stephanie Vince and Shane Come down Triple H uh, Looks like he's facing Triple H Because he's dressed up Like he's going to But then Bossman and Bull Buchanan Come out And mm-hmm. it's a Handicap match against the rock jr is losing his damn mind the fact that hey that's unfair uh rock tries to leave but shane gets on the corner so the rock punches shane off the cage bull and bossman dominate the entire match so the rock uh has them run into each other and when the rock gets some momentum uh he runs into a side rock slam from big boss man uh bull jumps off the t- uh, ropes and falls into the rock bottom shane was trying to climb in and the rock gives uh uh grabs him, but Triple H gets in the cage and they all attack uh, The Rock. So, Rock wins with The Rock Bottom. Mm-hmm. After the match, everybody gets inside and starts attacking of him.
1: Ro- of course The Rock beats two people inside a steel cage by himself.
0: Yep. Uh, Triple H uses brass knucks. The Rock is busted open. Shane lays out Earl. Uh, Triple H pedigrees The Rock. Triple H tells The Rock that this, this is his worst nightmare and he's not done yet. Triple H is going to pedigree the Rock Yan on chair. However, APA come out, and they all skedaddle out of that cage.
1: Am I the only one here? And tell me if uh, you think this would not work. (coughs) But if I ran a company, I don't care who it is. If I was stupid enough to book it, I would follow through. I would never let a single wrestler beat two or more people in a handicap match, let alone inside a steel cage where there's really no rules anyway. Why can't those two guys just murder him? You know, unless it's like Big Show versus Kai and Ty. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not going to hurt The Rock to no. lose to two big dudes like that he in should. a steel cage. And it lights more fuel under the but fire. But it has to,
0: I agree to that. But it has to be under uh, what's the circumstance. Because I get it. Because when when Vince draws the line of, well, this is it. If you don't win. Well, don't book it then. Yeah. I Like, I would never book, book it. But just don't put that yeah. into play. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, a handicap
2: match should only be booked when the sole purpose is to beat the fuck out of the guy yeah. and he doesn't win.
1: And also, I would never, I and mean, the WWE is notorious for this, I would never let a single wrestler, I don't care if it's John Cena. Oh, thank God. Oh. I would never <laughs> let a singles wrestler beat my tag team champions in a handicap match. Yep. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, it would be. They're would, tag
0: champs for a reason. It, it. You know what it could be? What they should have done for this is like, announce The Rock's taking, like, half JR when he's doing their uh, card. And tonight, The Rock's taking on Vince McMahon and, uh taking on Boss Man Bull in the cage. For, like, you know, the McMahons are out to get him to try and stop his momentum to backlash. Do you guys remember That's all you H- gotta say.
1: Do you guys remember when Hulk Hogan beat both Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard at once in the cage in, in 1989? Oh, no. no
0: because it didn't happen. Wow. I do remember Hogan and Macho destroying the entire uh, roster in WCW. Is The Rock creative work for me
2: brother <laughs> the only wrestler who somehow looks weaker when being busted open like usually i think you
1: look tougher he doesn't like, no, he obviously. looks weak. he lost a lot he, of blood he, but he but looks, just looks weak when he's bleeding he looks like he is not comfortable bleeding I mean, is that Which the difference is fine I, yeah.
2: I would not be comfortable with it either i would be freaking out to blade myself yeah i mean, I, mean like, I
1: get it but but I, Austin or Hogan, they they don't look like they're like freaking out about No, waiting. he looks like fuck, dude. He looks like I don't want to be doing that. which I mean you're a big enough star. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just oh. fucking don't then. Or use blood capsules. Those look so terrible. Yeah. It looks like Kool-Aid on your hands after like a minute. So Jeez. and don't let and don't let uh Byron Saxton hand him to you during the middle of a match. Or yeah, let New Jack do it for you.
0: So that is raw. So, guys, what was the better show?
2: I'm going to say Nitro So for me. So am I. Nitro was better. Yeah, fuck your hot take again, Corey. I, you I, don't get one, goddammit. I thought for sure I'd be <laughs> on an
1: island to my own on this no, one. No, no. Raw wasn't terrible, but it was kind of ho-hum. It's, uh, it's if it the, wasn't for talking, Hunter.
2: Uh, honestly, if... The Rock had delivered better in his promo. I think Raw would have won, but that because that was a
1: terrible opening.
2: Because like Vince's line about The Rock has a re- uh, rectal fixation, he's not it's wrong. fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he's dude. not it's wrong. It's such either. a great line. Like how
1: <sighs> how do you just let that drop?
2: Yeah, he does. Honestly, like Someone we're being you. mean to The Rock. Like clearly, like he was like Gortz was Like he doesn't get to beat me in a promo. I'm Vince fucking McMahon. Yeah. Right. But I think part of the thing th- I was talking oh, about. Don't really know, how-
1: Vince gets ass all the time. But like, Hogan. I,
2: I think part of it, the reason why like I didn't like their interaction for is I think like obviously Austin and McMahon stuff is very scripted, which is fine. The rock does better when he's just like riffing off of people. And like you're not riffing off of Vince McMahon. Like there's a set thing you have to say. And so I think when yeah. he's when he like even though a lot of his stuff is written, like he's still allowed, he's still allowed to ad lib a little bit. When he wasn't allowed to ad lib, he was just kind of reciting lines and just standing. What there. if his
1: ad lib is usually the anal stuff, and Vince calls him on it? Maybe you, you're kind of stuck that. At kind that of
0: point. like Cena pointing out the shit on his hand. Yeah, kind of like but thanks, the John. Thing, the thing is, too, I think Vince is one of those guys, too, that he will call you out. Like he doesn't care if Vince McMahon goes off script because it's Vince McMahon. He will go off script if he wants to. So if he was going to supposed to say something huh. else, and then but he called, he just said, you know. what? He had a lot of stuff about anuses, and then that threw Rock off. I'd be willing to bet Rock's allowed to, uh, yeah. to oh, veer oh, off. Oh yes, strip. of course. I, I,
1: I, I think like there's, there's
0: like four. There's like four or five people in this time frame that could veer off. Brock, Austin, Taker, Triple H, and then you have Vince. Sounds but, about right. But and Vince a couple is, years later, Jericho. Yeah, like.
2: You don't have to have an Austin McMahon feud, like the. If you wanted to have that kind of, then you have Rocket Triple H and Stephanie. Like you have the feud. They have very good chemistry. There's a lot of history there. You have it. You don't need Vince in this storyline at
1: all. I agree with you, and but it's easier said than done when you're when you're right in the middle of it and putting yourself in the middle of it. Two years ago, arguably saved your company, brother. <laughs> so. And so you're like, well, you know, it worked last time, and he's just as popular as Austin. Kind of, it'll work again. I can have, you know, lightning will strike twice. Hmm. But this uh, time it'll be rock. Yeah, you know, and Vince Austin. is trying to strike that lightning for the last twenty years. I mean, is Austin, and then Taker, and then Rock, and then Michaels and Hogan and and Kane and. Cena, <laughs> every member of his own family, Cena and, Cena, Cena, and, Punk, and, Dana Orton. Bryan, and Orton. Yeah, just and... it's, it's, it's go down. Kevin Owens a couple of years ago. Punk. It's. It's. <sighs> he's been trying to do it every time because it worked. It was. It worked. It almost well, mixed, because it was new. That's why it works. Well, also it also makes you think that maybe he wasn't the big reason it worked. It was that bald son of is a that, bitch. That the other guy who beats looking, his life. Yeah, what? That was what? looking across at him. What?
2: That's probably why it worked. I want like, to punch you, eventually, look at my wife. What? What?
1: So we all, (laughs) which I abhor. However, if I had to listen to Deborah all day every day, I'm just saying my cookies. (laughs) I I might I might just backhand her too.
0: (laughs) She doesn't know how to space those fingers when she does. She's an ass though. Yeah, (laughs) ass Hogan. Ass Hogan brother. So we all thought Nitro was better. Actually, (laughs) let's see how the ratings did last week. WCW did a 1.8 for their highlight reel. WWF did a 6.4. WCW this week. Three point one. There was interest.
1: There's interest. What was it two weeks
0: ago? Uh, two weeks ago, I want to say probably like two point four. Um, Rod uh, did a six point four again. So before I lose my mind Jeez, on that.
1: which, tell- what was that tell you? That it's not like they're gaining WS nope. fans, but theirs are coming back because they want it to
0: be good. All right, so I got to go back. Let me see that. Like the highlight shows don't count. So highlight shows. I'm curious what it did two weeks ago. Okay, I got to go. Two point four. On, I gotta,
2: I'm got. i at my WrestleMania. I mean, if it's anything uh, under 2.5, it's a very big jump in, in ratings. It was March
1: 27th, was that Nitro, buddy? That's March? what we're looking March
0: 27th. Yeah, I'm, I'm on March 30th right now. Oh, hang on. Thunder. Uh, Nitro did a 2.6. Oh, that was, was a little low, actually. 2.6 is for the two weeks. It's 1.5. It's two The bad. two weeks prior to the highlight reel was a 2.6 so they went up 0.5 it's not bad. no that
1: was a week before the highlight reel
0: no no I know I'm, no I'm just saying the two weeks oh, prior okay. to the right. highlight reel they were 2.6 so if they were live they went up 0.5 not the 1.87 yeah. so let's go to our favorite part of the show the award show <laughs> Let- <laughs> Let's start off with a uh, best match.
1: Oh, that's Triple H and Taka. Teddy yeah. and Jericho. That's
2: my
0: second. Yeah, that was my one. I just I thought Taka was so good.
2: Uh, it was the ending was dumb, which is why it took yeah, it down for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, jabroni match of the week: DDP and
2: Sting. <laughs> that sucked, dude. Uh, Sting. I love Sting. I know
1: he looked like he couldn't have cared less to even try. I mean, it was just like the eh, blame him? No, but. That's my I anyways. don't know, they're giving you millions of dollars, so maybe care.
2: <laughs> Why? It's guaranteed.
0: There's no reason to care. Brother? Um, yeah, DDP instinct. Do you agree, Corey? Hmm? Do you agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Who is your MVP? Eddie Groh for me. But do you know he? I'm
1: going to go Eddie. No. Yeah, I was thinking it was either Eddie or Vince,
0: but... Because he owned The Rockman uh, Promo Vince is not bad actually. I, But I'll go Eddie I'm going Triple H Yeah Hit the, This the facial expression Alone helped him A lot when he's like Oh I got Taka Easy And then he sees APA He's like oh shit I think I'm going to Change one to Vince I think Vince is a better call
1: You know the problem That pisses me off About that Triple H Is that that Triple H Would be gone Like a year later Yeah Like a year from now He would never show that He'd just be like
0: Oh yeah well I'm Mean mugging the whole yeah. time Yeah
1: and it, it helps so much. I mean, remember. Remember when Foley ripped a mankind mask off and the, the Cactus Jack shirt, and Triple H looked scared to fucking death. Yep. A year from now, he wouldn't have done that either. Like, oh, yeah.
0: yeah, I'm changing my defense. That's cool defense for Vince. So, who's yeah. your moa I don't think he was even on the in the ring uh, for the. Uh... Uh, my moa dib
1: is Vince Russo. This this is what you came up with. Two weeks. The best you could do is, one, ruin your most obvious story by having you and Bischoff together. Yep. And then, two, just haphazardly, lazy-ass, just take every shoot story in the wrestling business and make it your on-air feuds. Could you have tried less with this relaunch?
2: Yeah. Mine is uh, Ric Flair. He, um, of all of that, looked the worst. Because even Hogan got heat. He, got, he beat the fuck out of Kidman.
1: <laughs> so I'm not shocked that if one of them had to get their ass kicked, And the other one got the heat. Which how, the way it worked,
2: so mine's Ric Flair, he and he's feud verb- with three people. He got verbally eviscerated. I uh, didn't get a chance to re- to reboot like at all. like rebuff at all, and just got shit on the entire night. And it is irrelevant?
1: Yeah, no, it's not good.
0: Um, my modem dib is Vince Russo. You showed up a year ago. And basically, you're like, I'm not going to be on TV. They fired you. You return. Well, fuck it. I'm going to go. I'm going to be on TV as much as Vince McMahon. If Vince is on TV, I'll be on TV now.
1: Because he did say he wants to beat him at his own game. Well, maybe putting yourself right next to Eric Bischoff isn't the best idea then, because he knows how to be an on-air TV personality, and you very much are awkward as fuck. Vic Venom. So you've got Bischoff just schooling you right next to That's you. That's Vic Venom time.
0: from the WWF magazine, if you don't remember. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: that actually would that, be been I don't know how hilarious if Hudson would have done that. Oh, he was, uh, was he, who was he in those fucking skits? Vic Venom. No. Well, he was the, also just a nameless guy. Oh. And just no, in a, the, um.
1: The Huckster Notchman. Yeah. Yeah, he was just a corporate guy. Oh. He was just a corporate yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, just, corporate just a Jill.
2: corporate dude. Just a shill.
1: Who he played, was a corporate who guy. Who played Skeen Jean? Some actor.
2: Oh, it wasn't the it was the uh, Nugget guy, wasn't it? Was not some guy who played old heart? No. No,
1: no, it was no. just some actors. They got actor. old they got actors to play Nacho Huckster and, and Scheme Jean. And Ted Turner, of course.
2: Being there, Ted, that's what Bunner. I can think being of Ted. Good.
1: So guys, WTF. We're in for an interesting ride. Yeah. I will say that. Uh, but my mine's not WCW. It's WWF. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I must have forgot. I thought after Mania they were back to cooking fire. So far, dud. It's not bad. It's not bad TV. They're not putting on bad shows. They're just putting on blah shows. Yep. And doing the same old. Do we really like? I know there's enough story to tell, and obviously, pay per view buy rates and and how show attendance wise proves that they're right here. But it just, I'm tired of Rock versus Triple H. It wouldn't be so bad if it wouldn't have been done. In 97, 98, 99, and now 2000. For multiple, I mean, it's it's not like it's a one-off either. It was multiple months each feud. And it's like, ah, man, we need something different. Can you elevate a fucker? You got Benoit, Jericho, Angle. You got them all right there. Guerrero's killing it with the Latino heat. I mean, you've got people. Rikishi, you got people. Elevate somebody to that main event level. Mm -hmm. Now's the time to do it. You're white, hot, and people love your shit. Now you should be building the next generation of main eventers left and right as we speak. Yeah, at this point, like whoever you put out there is gonna get over. Yeah. It
2: doesn't even matter who it is.
1: The surest bet is Jericho. Yeah. He should be fired up and he should absolutely lose to Triple H at Backlash, but he should be the guy taking on at Backlash. But whatever.
2: Mine is WCW and it's the (laughs) Bishop Russo era. This not not a great start, Bob. You built you built that reboot up. I don't and, know, really. Uh, uh, did
1: we really expect it would be any different than what this was? Did, did anybody really expect them to hit even a single?
2: Yeah, I actually r- did. I mean, like we said at the start, well, like, as soon as you have
0: them to join, you're like, well,
2: what the fuck's the point? When r-
0: yep. Well, when Russo debuted the first time, the first couple of weeks are good. Yeah. They were, they were they was different. Well, they weren't good. No, they
1: weren't
2: good. They were different. Yeah. He was utilizing yes. people. This was definitely a different show that we've gotten the
1: last can six I just, months. Can I just point out that even with, a, with a, re- a debut and a push to the athletes who deserve a push, not a goddamn thing for Booker?
0: Nope. Shot and all.
1: Might as well not even have been there.
0: But yeah, my, my WTF is a weird one. I enjoyed Nitro. So did I. I, like, I, I, I didn't was, love it. I didn't love it. But it was good. But my WTF, My WTF is the fact that I enjoyed Nitro because it was so chaotic, fast-paced and stuff that it made the time go pretty easy. I rolled my eyes a lot, but I was never bored. Yes. I was with you until
2: about the last 30 minutes, and then I just got so exhausted. I was just like, I need this fucking show to be over. There's so much happening.
0: Because I here. texted you guys. Oh I went, can I went, you
1: imagine? Can you imagine if this new era was under the three-hour nitros? God Almighty! Oh Holy fuck! Because
0: freak. I went. I was going golfing that day, so I watched like the first half, and like at six a.m. And that's I, a press a wake up call. It's a weird way to, <laughs> to start the It <laughs> is, and that woke me up because I texted you guys like eight like, <laughs> like around like eight thirty or something. I'm like, I just watched the first half of this new nitro, and it is bonkers. <laughs> yep. Like oh, I came man. back to the Hogan getting hit with the limo. We're just starting. Oh, and I. Can, and here is the fun part. I cannot wait. This is what we we uh, started this show for is to get to this time period of. Jeff yeah, Jeff
1: wanted to go straight to it.
0: Jeff wanted. to <laughs> Can yeah. we just go to two thousand? Jeff wanted to skip everything <laughs> to get to this point. Well, oh my he, god! He would have
1: missed that Iron Man match. So probably a good idea. No, oh, he would have missed that vaunted Bret Hart Undertaker Royal Rumble '96 match, the first. The first pay-per-view war stories we do, and he breaks that down in such minute detail.
0: Joe turns to me. He's like, you sure you want to do these pay-per-views? <laughs> <laughs> but, we're, guys, speaking of pay-per-views, we got one coming up. Which we'll be marking <sighs> out no-selling on the midweek as we'll be talking about Spring Stampede on I, the next pay-per-view. I will stories. do my
1: best to do a mark-out no-sell for Spring Stampede. Yeah, you
0: gotta, you gotta we gotta try to I, keep I gotta up.
1: avoid spoilers, yep. so
0: I'll give you what I can. You can tell us there are,
1: what, 14? 14 matches. Uh, yeah, that's well,
0: too many, dog. We're on Nitro, there's only five. So. Including
1: one that has nothing to do with the storyline, but yet something that started during the olden era of March of 2000. <laughs> Back in the day, back in the day, let's just—it uh, involves Jimmy Hart and a radio DJ.
0: <laughs> God damn it! So <laughs> yes, it makes pay-per-view. So on the mid week war stories, Morby, <laughs> look at Mike talking about Thunder and SmackDown, also marking out no selling for Mike's it. about done. Yep. He might be done after Spring Stampede. We'll find out. But we'll be marking out No Selling for the Spring Stampede for the pay per view war story. The final break. Spring Stampede. The final, which you can listen to at NoSellEntertainment. dot com. How did that not come back as a takeover or something cool like that? It could probably. But no, I think takeovers are done. I think. Mm, yeah. Um. You can go to NoSellEntertainment. That's right. NoSellEntertainment. where you can listen to all of our podcasts and look at our, uh, read all of our blogs and see our photos that uh Corey has uh drew. I drew and it with soon, my penis. And soon the uh, um, we'll be adding the little databases uh, going through every single pay per view. Start WrestleMania one. Sorry, with WrestleMania one. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.